This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man, it's back. College football in the hissy on The Monty Show, presented as always by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Where you never pay The Advocates unless and until they win your case. Theadvocates.com, Chaplin Attorney, 24-7, 365. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on The Monty Show. Holy cow, you guys, we actually get to talk about a college football game of note. One also that you can go and pay $3 to see. Massive, massive game for the Utah Utes tonight. Uh, The first time since 1991 that the Florida Gators will leave the state of Florida for a non-conference game. Oh, what are you talking about, man? Which is flipping wild to me. How? We got all that coming up. We've got prize picks coming up. Admittedly, I'm a little overconfident because I've had three days of awesomeness. Pimp's going pimp. Right. So we'll go over prize picks. But uh, as usual, we lead the show here on the Monty Show with a big, big update uh, on the ACC. Uh, The ACC, according to our sources, has a pretty important call tomorrow where they are looking for, quote unquote, finality in their process of trying to add Stanford, Cal and SMU. They want it done or they want to move on. And it's very interesting. It seems like there are still four no votes at this moment. Now, I'm also told that they will discuss revenue sharing, that they will discuss college football playoff allotments uh, as as part of this call. So I think those things very quickly become done. I was also told today by sources in the ACC that, in fact, it is very clear what each one of these four knows, the Carolinas, Clemson, and Florida State are looking for, I think this can be worked out. I still believe that we are 60-40 in favor of Stanford, Cal, and SMU joining the ACC. We should get an answer on that tomorrow as the ACC has a call with all of its presidents to put closure on ACC expansion for this year. Jake, I, I, I know we say this all the time, and I'm sorry to be redundant, but it's too much of a no-brainer to add Stanford and Cal and SMU for the ACC to say no, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I, their strategy of, of getting closure is absolutely spot on. I mean, you need, to, you need to put an end to this situation. You need to, you know, just kind of put a cap on it. I mean, it's, it's been dragged out. Uh, clearly, the expansion window for the other conferences has come and gone, and the ACC is dragging its feet. Uh, for many reasons, and and those are important reasons, but ultimately those have come to pass now, and we need to get an answer on this. And I think, yeah, I mean, you would be silly on a surface level to not add Stanford, uh, Cal, and, you know, obviously SMU, given what they're not asking you for, which is money for seven years, essentially. But ultimately, you know, this situation just needs to get done because the season's here now. Like, it's time to go. Like, all summer we've talked about if you're still talking expansion by the time week one or, or really in college football week zero gets here, there, you're, you've done it wrong. I, I mean, you need to just move this along. And I understand that the ACC was 
sort of the last person at the table. You know, they're picking up the remnants of, of you know, the, the Big 12 and the Big 10 picking through the Pac-12 or what was the Pac-12. So I get it. But ultimately, like, this can be delayed no further. And I think for everyone's cause, even for Stanford and Cal, this thing needs to get decided in the ACC so they can go wherever it is they're going to go. Yeah, I would agree. And I, I think the interesting part about this is all of the, I don't know, the misinformation. It was interesting that one of the sources I spoke to today said that the college football playoff committee is waiting on ACC expansion to make changes for 2024 you heard today that those decisions have already been made oh and then they weren't made I also <laughs> thought it was very interesting that ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips was said to have briefed the college football playoff committee on what the ACC was going to do with expansion ah it turns out as we told you Jim Phillips would not be briefing the college football playoff committee on what the ACC was doing because that decision has not been made yet. Yeah, There has been no plan set forward by the ACC presidents and membership for adding Stanford and Cal. And we're in this position, and I feel like it's very similar to what we saw in the, in the Big 12, to your point, the Big 10 and the Pac-12, where all these rumors are flying and this is done and that's going to happen and we're doing this and we're doing that. Nothing happens until the presidents in the ACC say so. Yeah. The college football playoff committee is frozen in time. There is no way for the college football playoff committee to act until the ACC says, hey, we're going to move on as we are. We're going to add Stanford, Cal, and SMU. That completely changes the picture for what the college football playoff committee is going to do a year from now. So, yeah, I think you have to read some some what's the right way to say it use your common sense read between the damn lines when, people. yeah when you you hear this stuff that jim phillips briefed the college football playoff committee that's not even possible pause bro pause it's not even possible and it, it the hard part is that that you know yesterday people were all up in arms that we exclusively reported that the college football playoff committee discussed uh the pac-12 keeping p5 status and what that might look like. Oh, and now everybody is reporting what we reported yesterday, that the college football playoff committee discussed the Pac-12 potentially keeping P5 status. Right. And what that might look like. You have to use common sense because I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. But the bottom line here is the ACC has a call tomorrow with all their presidents, and they are looking to close the door on this. It's either going to happen tomorrow or it's not going to happen at all, in my opinion. And I think you still have these four no's. But I don't think it's it's in cement. I don't think it's certainly dead at all. I think it's simply a matter of putting pen to paper on how much money Florida State, Clemson, and the Carolinas are going to get from the college football playoff. Yeah, and I, and I think the college football playoff is, is obviously – you know, of course, it's hugely influential. It decides the fate of a lot of different uh, institutions in one way or the other. And I think that, you know, this Pac-12 keeping their P5 slash A5 status, you know, uh, look, I understand why those four schools that remain, you know, the or the remnants of the Pac-12 want to consider rebuilding that conference. But the, the, the reality of the situation is there are not enough p five slash P four programs available to rebuild a conference with. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. There are only so many to go around. So 
My my thing here is that I don't know why the college football playoff committee would give, you know, those four schools in the pack plus the Mountain West uh, P5 or A5 status. Why would you? Be, I mean, 80, what, I don't 70%, know. 80% of that conference at that point is not P5 members before that conference is put together. So I just don't see a way where you're like, yeah, we're going to merge with the Mountain West, and then we're going to rebrand the Pac-12, and we're going to keep that status. And and furthermore, if you're Stanford, Cal, you know, Oregon State, Washington yeah. State, like I don't even know that that's the best option for you at this point. Because even if you do put the conference together, how long does the conference last? Can you get TV distribution? Like, dude, there are so many questions. Like, you don't have to ask if the ACC is going to get distribution. You know you're going you to get distribution. You know you're going to get distribution. Yeah. Obviously excluding SMU because of what their proposal is. But you know you're getting distribution. So that's why I say for for Calford, you I I just think the best option Calford. Yeah, the best option if the ACC is still available to you, I think is the ACC, but I think it's a very complicated issue. Yeah, I agree and of course this leaves Oregon State and Washington State Hanging and twisting. And I my guess is that we have not heard from Stanford Cal. And by the way, did anybody notice that SMU has gone radio silent? Not heard from their donors, even though we've reached out to them. Not heard from, you know, our our the folks that we know in, in Dallas County. Haven't heard from those folks, which you tells know. me they're they believe this is getting done. Yeah. That's what this tells me. I think I think SMU, Stanford, and Cal believe this is getting done. Yeah. And I think I would probably go that way. Now, what that does for Oregon State and Washington State, man, that that's where that's where things start to move very quickly. Because if if the ACC adds Calford. Calford, thank you. If the ACC adds Calford, I don't think there's any doubt that Washington State and Oregon State have to move aggressively. And I think if Stanford and Cal end up in the ACC, I think it's all but over for the Pac-12 brand. I think it is dead on arrival. We are simply putting them on the clock until the season's over. And really until you know June 30th, that's when the Pac-12 will die. I, I think it's downhill fast. And again, my sources tell me that Washington State and Oregon State – I think are heavily in favor of joining the Mountain West. It just financially, those are two universities that are, that are in very different places, but they both have debt load. And Washington State is, I mean, the word that everybody keeps using is insolvent in sports. I don't disagree with that. I think they're in so much trouble financially in their athletic departments at, at Washington State. It's going to be very difficult for Washington State to maneuver and add travel dollars to join the AAC, let's say, where you're going to have to travel up and down the East Coast. You're going to have to travel much further east to get to the AAC footprint, to get to Tulane, to get to Charlotte, to get to all of these places that are not Fresno State, that are not Boise State, that are not in your backyard, essentially, that save you time that save you humanity and that save you mental health of your student athletes as well as academic issues, it's a no-brainer to work something out with the Mountain West. Now, does that does that mean it happens? Absolutely not. No. I think we've learned a lot of different times that Kirk Schultz, the president at Washington State, uh, marches to his own drum. And a lot of times his drum beat's very different than most people's drum beat. Clearly.
But Clearly. I think we are in a very interesting situation. I think, I think that the college football playoff committee waiting on ACC expansion tells you that there are multiple layers of planning going on here. That if Stanford and Cal do not get into the ACC, yeah. I think the Pac-12 has a very strong chance of surviving. The brand has a very strong chance of surviving. Why do you say that? Because it's Stanford and Cal, and I know how much you hate them on the court and on the field. And I get that, dude. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Those are some power brands, dude. That yeah. like the money that you make being in business with Stanford oh, and no Cal. Question: The money's there from a research perspective, from a from a an educational studies perspective, from a partnerships perspective. They make you a ton of money. It's why the Pac-12 and all of its members wanted to stay together. Ultimately, they did not, but they wanted to stay together. Stanford and Cal make you money, and if they happen to fall into a 10-win football season, hey, you're now you're cooking with gas. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with Stanford and Cal. I think it is an incredibly important time. As we have been in for three, four months now, I think this is a historic never before seen and likely never seen again moment in time in professional sports in this country. And I did not meet misspeak college athletics and mainly football are professional sports in this country. And I don't think we've ever seen it like this before. No, absolutely not. And I think that, you know, it was always going to be a deal where at some point a conference was going to fall apart. I don't think anyone woke up, you know, two years ago or a year ago and was like, yeah, the Pac-12 is going to be the one that burns to the ground. But, you know, I mean, here we are. Well, and, and, I, and I think that you're not wrong about Stanford and Cal having a lot of money. I, I mean, it's it, like, yeah, they have a lot of money. But to put a conference back together, I just think that's such a layered proposition. I mean, again, you're, you're talking about, you know, I guess merging with the Mountain West is your best opportunity to put the pack back together. Right. And, you know, hey, if that happens, that's great. But I don't, I, I certainly think you're far from any kind of guarantee of keeping Power Five status. And yeah, would that be good for the West Coast? Absolutely. You would unify two conferences. Like there would be a lot of, um, you know, a lot of efficiency and travel and things like that. So I think, look, there's a lot of opportunity with it. But, but ultimately, I, I think that these schools have to be selfish right now and do what's best for them. And if, and if for Stanford, that what's best for Stanford is to partner with Cal and, get to the ACC, great. If if what's best for them is to go independent for three years, great. If what's best for them is to go to the Mountain West, then that's great. But I just think that at this point, this has never been seen before, and there's a reason the college football playoff committee is waiting. There's a reason we're not hearing a whole lot, and also there's a reason why the ACC wants to get closure on this thing because every day you spend – uh, you know, unsettled, if you will, not rock solid, moving in one direction. That's another day where you never know what can happen. And I think that's why if you're the ACC, you want to get this thing kind of buttoned up and taken care of. So, and maybe I'm reading too much into this. Do you get up every morning? And when, when you're too troll-like when you're too troll-like feet hit the floor, do you say to yourself, how am I going to slander Calford today? I, you know, I know it's only six in the morning. Here I am. But I got to slander Calford somehow. Mm-hmm. Listen, Stanford and Cal are valuable. Stanford and Cal are the foundation for a rebuilt, reimagined Pac-12 conference. Pac-10. Right, sure. I get it, coach. <laughs> But my point is, I think Stanford and Cal bring tremendous value. And if you're the Mountain West, it is, 
in my opinion, in the sources I have spoken to, it is an easy move with Stanford and Cal to rebuild and reimagine the Pac-12 with the Mountain West merging with the Pac-12. That's an easy move. It's a completely different ballgame to tell you the power and the sway that Stanford and Cal have. I was straight up told, what, a, two, three weeks ago. Yeah. Without Stanford and Cal, I, I, what value is left in the Pac-12 brand? And now, as we've exclusively reported on this show, and everybody else has now told you, the college football playoff committee has discussed whether or not a reimagined Pac-12 would keep P5 and AQ status for an AQ meaning automatic qualifier status. Yeah. The answer would be no, in my opinion. How could it be anything other than that? Without Stanford, or excuse me, without Calford, I don't see how it could be anything but no from the college football playoff committee. Yeah, I think what's tough is is like the Calford. college the co- the college football playoff committee you know obviously has a lot to consider. I mean, of course, you know, how to how to reward winning is their main objective, right? I mean, how do we how do we define who's the best team based on strength of schedule and all these right. other factors? That's their main priority. But but secondarily to that, I also think you have to consider okay, Brands like Stanford who have had success. I mean, I mean, the true hater of Stanford wants to roll out here and be like, Stanford's never won anything and they suck. And that's just not the case. Stanford has won. Stanford has done things. And they have a great athletic department. There's yeah. no questioning that. They just haven't won or been relevant in football or basketball for about the last five years but or so. But they are on a regular basis, financially and on the courts and fields, Arguably the best athletic department in the country pretty much every year. Right. And so for the college football playoff committee, the challenge is, okay, Stanford being who Stanford is, a really important figure in college athletics, not just college football, but college athletics, how do we how do we work them in if they're in a Pac-12 Mountain West merger setup? How does yeah. that work? Because if you're going to let Stanford in, or give Stanford access, then Boise State, Air Force, you know, all these other schools have to have access. And I guess that's fine, I guess, because they're never going to beat Georgia. They're never going to beat LSU or anybody in the SEC. But I don't know. I think it's just tricky. But isn't the gold standard now for competition the Big 12? And you guys are going to be like, you're a Big 12 homer. Go eat at a truck stop. Yeah. I, 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 listen, I was at a truck stop this morning. Probably so. <laughs> Fat ass had a burrito. What do you want from me? Not me, him. Fat! Um, Fat! But my point is, if you look at the, the Big 12 and, and you look at the statistics of the Big 12, they lead all A5 leagues with 52% of their non-conference games against bowl teams from last year. That's got to be just the low watermark where you're playing non-con games against teams that went to bowls last year. This is, this is raising all, all, all ships. Raise the tide. Raise the level of competition because i got to be honest with you guys. I'm, I'm over like this Florida-Utah game tonight. This is big boy football. Fair. This is an important fucking football game. And, and I'm tired of seeing, well, Middle Tennessee, you guys, Middle Tennessee State has a linebacker that's going to the NFL. Well, I'm tired. Dude, I'm we've tired got the Nick of Saban rant, dude. I'm tired of Nick Saban losing his shit about their terrible schedule. The, these teams that are typically the best teams in, in, in their division are really good teams. All right? And you all may be taking the week off. 
height this week, but I'm not. And a lot of people take a lot of things for granted, and I get asked questions like, well, how important is it for the, the young guys to get to play this week? Well, how in the hell do you know they're going to get to play? I mean, what makes you think that you can just assume that they're going to get to play? Because you're assuming that the other team is not very good? They do have a Division I quarterback. He plays like a Division I quarterback, and they're very, very productive on offense, and they do a great job of executing what they do. And if we don't play good against them, you all don't remember the Georgia Southern game, do you? I don't think we had a guy on that field that didn't play in the NFL, and about four or five of them were first-round draft picks. And I think that team won a national championship, but I'm not sure. And <laughs> <laughs> that Nick. never gets old. Oh, Nick. That, by, and as we talk big-time college football on the Monty oh, Show, all of our college football talk on the Monty Show presented by our good friends at... Bucked up, bucked up energy. Let's go, baby. Time to hit the box shot. I don't know what that is. Uh, my point is, <laughs> I'm ready to roll in college football. Yes. So let's pop a buck shot and let's get to work on Utah and Florida. Every day at this time, we hit this buck shot. And I tell you guys, you think this is, you think this is dialed? Wait, let's get dialed. <laughs> <sighs> That's right. 200 milligrams caffeine. Bunch of ingredients that make this high-powered energy with quality ingredients that's going to take you through the rest of your day. That's what Bucked Up Energy, that's what Buckshots are all about. They taste good, and they just do the job. They do what they tell you they're going to do. They give you that mental lift. Whether you're trying to play better golf, which I did not do this morning, um, if you are trying to finish that brief in your law firm, if you are trying to... TPS report. Yeah. If you're trying to figure out your prize picks on the show today, by the way, did anybody notice Dak Prescott? Oh, uh, more or less half a passing yard in week one in the NFL. Yeah, you might want to. Yeah, you might want to go hit that. Yeah. My point is, friends, buck shots where it's at because that's what bucked up's all about. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Get to buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty twenty to save twenty percent off at purchase. Also, if you're in Utah, go to any of their bucked-up stores. I personally shop in South Jordan, the store in Farmington Station, the store in uh, American Fark. Amazing. Go in and say, hey, I heard about you guys on the Monty Show. They're going to hand you a free energy drink because you mentioned the Monty Show. I would tell you my favorite this morning, it was confirmed, my favorite is now Cherry Candy. You ought to know you bought it. Zero sugar. It tastes amazing. I love Miami. You guys know that. I have it right here on the on the set every single day. Cherry candy from Bucked Up is the bomb. Can we talk football now? Yeah, please. Let's do that. You guys, by the way, you're the best. Please hit the like button. We're so close, dude. Can we get this done today during the show? Did you guys see where we are in subscribers? Like, and come I, on. You don't track it the way I do. I'm obsessive over it. We're at we're 155 subscribers away from 30,000. You got to get stroked. Come on. 100 and 55 subscribers away from 30,000. Come on. Come on, let's go. Let's go. And if we get to 30,000, Jake is going to give you, you know, 30,000 of something. Um, Never. No, no. Uh, if we get to 30,000, we'll give away another Amazon gift card on the show today. Um, we love rewarding you guys. Please hit the like button. Uh, we have had over 3,000 people view the show. We only have 88 likes. Let's go hit the like button. Our first comment today always comes from the Super Chats. 
Would an ACC collapse give the Big 12 a better college football playoff voice? Um, the ACC is not going to collapse. And with all due respect, K-Dub, can we just stop talking about the ACC collapsing? Yeah. Because until somebody, and whether it's J.P. Morgan Chase or somebody else, forks over $120 million, and then somehow, someway, the ACC lets them out of their grants of rights, this conference is going nowhere. The grant of rights is lock solid. We, there's this belief in the fan base that, oh, man, if we talk about the ACC collapsing, it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not the Pac-12. What's the significant difference between the Pac-12 and the ACC? Well, first off, Jim Phillips isn't a buffoon. He's not incompetent, and he actually oh. Oh, he actually understands how to do business. Jim Phillips is a good commissioner. Number two, you have real, real legal teeth in your grant of rights. That grant of rights modeled after the Big 12's grant of rights, written by Bob Bullsby, amongst others. The ACC's not going anywhere. Oh, by the way, what's the other difference? The ACC's grant of rights runs till like Christ is reborn. So when I'm you real. When you see good old JC, son of a Jewish carpenter, walk through the door, that's the day that the ACC grant of rights expires. In God's name, image, and likeness. Probably too much. But my point is, <laughs> my point is. God bless. That grant of rights isn't going anywhere. Yeah. It's 2036 is when it expires. Uh, the Pac-12 grant of rights expires in about 10 months. There's huge differences. Stop comparing the ACC and the Pac-12 situations because they are nothing alike. They're not close. They're yeah. not similar. There are zero similarities in those situations. None. Florida State can squawk until they're dead. They're not getting out of the conference. Clemson and North Carolina are not trying to get out of the conference. It's Florida State trying to rally the troops that they just said were stupid and terrible at sports. And that's how I look at it. Yeah, so I don't think they're going anywhere. We've got to stop this fantasy land where, you know, everybody's, you know, all oh, the Pac-12, all oh, the ACC, just the same. Completely different. Completely different. The ACC is not imploding. There is not a pathway for the ACC to implode, you guys. Yeah. But we, we just got to stop doing that. Yeah. Tanner Plummer, son of a Jewish carpenter. That sounds like a new swear word. Cheese and rice. Damn. You said Jesus, cheese and right. Okay, you know. Uh, Mr. Monkey, except that they will collapse. Oh, okay. Well, when they collapse, you let me know. Uh, Bryce Martin, ACC may not collapse, but they could have defects if Florida State finds a way to get out. Okay. Okay, Bryce. What's that way to get out? They, not too familiar with that. They've had the grant of rights in review with attorneys for 18 months. Damn. So, and I'm not a rocket scientist. Trollfoot over here isn't either, right? You ain't going to try me then. Uh, but 18 months with lawyers, I would have guessed and they they'd have, can't find nothing. They'd have found the Swiss, the hole in the Swiss cheese if it was there. Damn. They didn't find anything. The other interesting point about this that I always laugh about where's Florida State's, you know, private money investor? It's going to give them $120 million. Where's Boss Frog? Boss Frog, were you cutting a check for $120 million? We really Boss, did. Boss Frog, the wealthiest man on this show, 
and a who knew we're private money guy. So go ahead and just tell me where's that private money coming from? You do you think 120 million dollars is is just growing on trees? You think that's walking around money? You think that's tip money for their caddy? It's not. 120 million dollars makes and breaks Florida State. Oh dear. Oh my. Where are you getting it? How are you paying it back? I don't know either. So, and I love you, Bryce, but finding a way out that... With all due respect. There's no such thing. Yeah. There's no such thing. I believe the number's nine members. Florida State, who just told you everybody else in the conference is terrible at their job and they don't <coughs> win anything, and Florida State's the whole almighty, the grail, the, the cheese and rice of the ACC... <laughs> Even though they haven't been relevant for 10 years. What a strategy. Hold on. What a strategy. So let me get this right. We're going we're gonna to take a dump on everybody else in the conference and say that we deserve more money. The pro rata you deserve, pro, Florida thank, State. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. The pro rata they deserve. And then they can't get a deal done and they find nowhere to go. Do you understand? Do you? Do you they, hear me. It's been 18 months. The lawyers can't find a way out. Do you think if Florida State was going to find a way out that it would have, they wouldn't have done that already in 18 How months? How dumb do you think I am? And then you called all your business partners stupid <laughs> and terrible at their jobs. Yeah, but why don't eight more of you hop on board and help us? Hey, guys. Here's the other question, just out of curiosity. ACC implodes. Do you think all those schools are P5? Ooh. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Let me get this right. Stanford doesn't have a home, but you think fucking Vanderbilt is like everybody's All-American? Oh, man. Dude, Greg Skanky is... He just cannot wait to add Vanderbilt. Greg Skanky. Sorry, slip of the tongue. Greg Skanky just cannot wait. Feinbaum cannot wait to save... Vanderbilt's in the SEC, but my... Right, we have Feinbaum. Feinbaum can't wait to save Georgia Tech! <laughs> <laughs> what do you it, you think Virginia Tech's the first choice on everybody's list? You're filling in for somebody. Bad news, Chapel Hill. Do you think your boys at NC State are everybody's All-Americans? They're not. Oh. They're not. Oh. They're Every not. Every conference has their oh, trash, man. dude. Boston College. Oh, man, somebody get skanky on the phone because Boston are. College is a free agent. How do we say no? Hockey program. Uh, and I'm being like, do you think about when you guys talk about this stuff around guys, the water? Guys, court, guys, 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 Hey, man, listen, before we head out on that first job over to the hey Millers to paint their soffits, we got to talk about the ACC. I think it's imploding today. It's over. <laughs> do you stand That's around interesting, man. the not real water cooler, which nobody has anymore? Otherwise known as the uh, gas tank. When you and the boys are hanging out at the truck stop about to get your breakfast burritos. <laughs> <laughs> is this what you guys imagine? You're like, well, if the ACC implodes, and it will. <laughs> well, how's it going to implode? Does it, don't they have a grant to write? Yeah, but that doesn't matter. And it's very powerful. The Pac-12 imploded. <laughs> e, you know, Fukushima. What the fuck does one thing have to do with the other? Listen, I put pepper on my... Pepper. I put pepper on my McGriddle, just like Jerry Jones. Trust me when I say the ACC is imploding. <laughs> we, we, where do you get this? Texas, me. Thank you for derailing the show, Bryce. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god. Okay. FSU plug. SEC don't care about Virginia. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Nobody the SEC cares. doesn't need Virginia, dog. Look at Vanderbilt. They're invisible in the they're invisible in Come on, man. Come on, come on, man. Uh Aaron Wilson. It's Arn Wilson22 at Gmail. What happened to your why are you giving your email out? Yeah, what are we doing here, man? I don't get it. I, I don't I, I don't I don't get it. Uh, Cougar tracks heard the same thing about the pack, but the pack. I'm usually untrained. I'm usually a docile figure. Okay. That's a, that's a lie. Um, (laughs) that's not what happened with the pack 12. And if you think Cougar tracks, I love you. But if you think you heard the same thing about the Pac-12, then you you hang around a bunch of stupid people with no that don't know anything about the Pac-12, because that's not at all what happened. Hero seventy five for ten dollars. If it was twenty thirty, then I would guys, believe. Guys, 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 guys. Hey, man, listen, it's New Year's Eve, twenty twenty nine. Hey, guys. Uh, if it were twenty thirty, then I would believe the Florida State could could do a buyout uh, of the ACC. But until twenty thirty six, the ACC will be alive, and then. And by then, conferences may be ready to go to 20 teams after dealing with 18 and 16 teams. I think the more likely scenario is that ESPN, like the partners on the grant of rights, dissolve it to help themselves. That's the only way. This is, that's the only way. And that's only going to happen, I think it's at least seven years until every until we have like mega conferences. <laughs> Right, like until we have, I think the potential is you have to have at least three conferences. I think those three conferences will have to be probably 30 teams. Bro. I don't see any other way around it. Well, in all seriousness, I don't see any way around that because you're only going to be growing from here forward. You're only making more money and becoming more prominent. Yeah. Who's the next Ohio State? SMU. When does... But what happens if no? It's not SMU. What, what, <laughs> what happens if Matt Rule blows up Nebraska? Did yeah. you see what they did in volleyball last night? Dude, that was incredible. So I told you about Trev Alberts, the athletic director at, at Nebraska. He's kind of a serious guy. Did you guys see the? the That's my shots? dude. I love that dude, dude. Was very serious last night. So I ask you again: What if Matt Rule makes it USC, Oregon? Well, Oregon doesn't win big games, so screw them. But because it's garbage. What if, what if, what if the Big Ten becomes USC, Washington, 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 Washington? Thank you. Uh, USC, Washington, Oregon, Michigan, Ohio State, and then Nebraska steps up. What if? And I know this is crazy. What if the bad juju falls off of Penn State, and all of a sudden they start winning championships? What if the Big Ten gets to seven, eight teams that are really good and the SEC and Lane Train figures it out at Ole Miss? He ain't going to figure it out. And what if somebody in Starkville, let's get crazy. No, wait, wait. Let's get really crazy. What if somebody in College Station, after Jimbo gets bought out, (laughs) actually starts winning games at A&M? And now let's get really crazy. What if Sarkeesian actually wins the Big 12 for the first time in seven million It's the days. fucking vernal equinox. Yeah, like the, the earth, the moon. It was a blue moon last night. Once in a blue moon, Sark hey, is right. Did you beers? Think about it. It's not that far-fetched to think, you know, 
25, 30 Nobody's teams in Nobody's talking about Luke Fickle at Wisconsin, dude. What if, yeah, what if Luke Fickle, you know? He can do it at Cincinnati. He can do it at Wisconsin, I assure you. Hey, look at that. Look at that. Dennis Dodd reporting. Guys, 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 guys. Right on time, Dennis. Uh, <laughs> sources. Just told the ACC's president's call is rescheduled for tomorrow morning. <laughs> well, holy shit. Now we got to start the show over because hey, Dennis I, is only get, an hour late. Bro, can we get J.D. Wicker up on the program to confirm or deny Dennis Todd's report here, man? I love my guy. I, I do, man. <laughs> God, we've been talking about. Anyway. Look at me. Your sources are slow, Dennis. Uh, if it was 2030, then I would believe FSU could do a buyout. I agree. I think that's exactly right. What's up, Raider Mark? Good to see you. Pew, pew. You guys covering in, in Laramie? Tell me, and I know that I'm crazy, clearly based on the first 38 minutes of this show. Any comment that starts with, I know that I'm crazy, you know is going to be good. Jake and I are diametrically opposed. So we're driving back from golf this morning. Right. And we're talking about Texas Tech and Wyoming <laughs> because we have no lives. Guys, 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 guys. We're, we're sitting in the family truckster, right? Right, right? Driving down from Park City after we played tremendous golf do you know what that's like these days no because i don't play tremendous golf <laughs> and we're talking about texas tech and wyoming and jake's like dude they're gonna cover they're winning the game i'm like have you been no it does it's wyoming it's fucking wyoming what are they gonna us? do are there receivers running down the field on mustangs no that's, my fucking head that's at smu sir <laughs> does texas tech cover in laramie yes does Prime shock the world at TCU? No. No. No, 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 no. No, he doesn't. Well, shocking the world would be losing by 14 instead of 35. There's my guy, Boss Frog. There he is. For $10. J.P. Morgan Chase is helping FSU explore funding from institutional investors to raise the capital. A potential investor has expressed interest, according to sources, on the 24th floor of 383 Madison Avenue. Wow. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's my guy, Boss Frog. I have been a rich man, and I have been a poor man, and I choose rich every fucking time. The guy's moonroof is amazing. It really is. Um, you're, so let's pretend this happens. $120 million. Then what? So you give the ACC $120 million. Are they just going to hand you freedom? No, that does that $120 million is just a buyout. That doesn't mean you get out of your grant of rights. Like you, gotta, you guys get that, right? Just if they, they pay the exit fee, that doesn't mean they get their distribution rights back. No, it does not mean that. No, it does not. Thank you, Boss Frog. Always good to see you. Nate Simons, member of the show. Let's go. Pull oh, it. hang on. Hey, uh, man, can you pull uh, it out? Come on, whip it out. Let's go. go. Pulling it out. Let's go. Let's go, you guys. Always good to see you. Yeah, where um, are we at on the, on the uh, subscriber Yeah, where are we here, at man? on the subscriber yeah, where, where are we at here, man? Um, we are at 849, 851. You guys were 149 away from 30,000. Let's 30, go. 149 away from 30,000. Now, you guys know that our goal was 30,000 before NFL kickoff. That was our goal. So we're way ahead of schedule here. Can we get it done before Utah and Florida kicks off? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, Kansas fan Vixen. Monty is the new grinder, apparently. Bro, what are you talking? What does that even mean? Yeah, what is grinder? <laughs> yeah, bro, what does that even mean? Okay, fuck you. How's that? Kaner in Florida equals San Diego. Did, did you guys oh, see Florida that? Florida State equals San Diego. Flor, 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 Not Florida. Flor, you know. Uh, Alex Rea. Pac-12 has no grant of rights and thus collapsed. Thank you. Holy. Wait. Did, did you? Did oh, you? Oh, hold on a second. Hold, what, wait a minute. 
Wait a minute. Stay hard. Wait, wait a minute. Was that common? No. Is that what common sense sounds like? That can't be right. I mean, that might be what it looks he is like. A, he is a Cal fan. What an idiot. And no, Cal fans are very smart. <laughs> Thank you. Conference uh, Commissioner Gumby says, whoops. Tanner says, looks like Monty is about to die. What are you talking about, bro? I, okay. He's back in the black polo today. Yeah. Dude, does the guy not get any credit? Yeah. Hey, fat ass, you look like a plump tomato. I like how it wasn't how a fat that? tomato. The dude used the word plump. The guy in the, the YouTube comments was like, you look like a plump tomato, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, I'm getting DMs about gifted memberships, apparently. Oh. I know you can't see those. So. I cannot see those, so I apologize. Ooh. Indeed, we have gifted memberships. Aaron Wilson. Can... No, 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 no. Not too... Just Aaron Wilson. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Always good to see you, friend. Nate Simons, gifted five members. Let's go, Nate. Pick him up. Pick him up. Mike Rayner, gifted five membership. Go, Mike. Mike. Let's go. Let's go, you guys. We are rolling. And I, and I sincerely, even though I'm just being an idiot as usual, sincerely, though. Right. Without you guys, we don't have a show. Without you guys supporting Bucked Up, Tri-Day Trading, The Advocates, Papa Murphy's Pizza, we don't have a show, you guys, so I appreciate you so much. Uh, Nate Simon says, Monty rant. Monty rant sometimes. Mon uh, uh, sometimes. Uh, let's see. Cougar Tracks. Yeah, I watched the Monty show. Appreciate that. Uh, Raider Mark, no truck stop burrito slandering. Dude. Dude. I, we were at, so we golfed early this morning. We were at a truck stop. <laughs> That we I go know, to all the time. <laughs> and Jake's like, bro. Guys, 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 guys. Bro, look, they have fresh burrito. The lady had just come out and put the breakfast burritos Keep in the it real. And Jake was like, dude. Well, because here's dude. the deal. On the weekends, we usually get to this very same truck stop. And Nancy, the burrito maker. Don't know if that's her actual name, but we're going to call her Nancy. No idea. Nancy, the burrito maker, hasn't arrived yet. So we arrived there about a half hour later than usual today. And what do you know? Nancy's there pumping out burritos. Yeah. So I decided to support her small local business of making burritos at a truck stop. Yeah. Fat guy did not. I pass. Fucking A. Are you guys proud of me? Uh, let's see. Vixen Spangler. Damn. How do I get one of those memberships? LOL. You just click membership. Uh, Kurt. <laughs> Uh, Kurt Myers, K, I'm I'm in for that. Okay, uh, Aaron Wilson, Tech winning by 21. I'm that's one of the games that I'm worried about this week. I'm I am worried about that game. I am worried about. I think Texas Tech wins. Uh huh. No question in my mind. Right. Will they cover? No. Will idea. they cover? That is a big, big, big deal. A big deal. Shaner gives. Five members. Shainer. Okay, got to come over here. Then we got to go over there. Okay. Whew. View from the uh, cheap seats is good today. Uh, Shainer, appreciate you. Cyclone Steve says, yes, you're crazy. Totally. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Farmer. Baylor should win, too. Baylor should win, too. Should. I said should. Yeah. Should win, too. We didn't start out great, but then we got momentum going. You know. Let's talk about uh, Utah and Florida right? tonight. Yeah. Now, I want to put up my prize picks. We'll get to prize picks in 45 minutes. Yeah. But I got to tell you, the line moved on this game, and it's a shocker. More money's coming in on Utah. They're minus five. Yeah. The over's 44 and a half. Uh-huh. At home, 
Rice-Eccles Stadium in Salt Lake City against the Florida Gators. 6 p.m. ESPN. Let me show you my prize picks, dudes, because I call these Timmy's suicidal prize picks <laughs> because I am red hot on prize picks That's right, right now. Pete. But you'll notice at the top, Mr. Plumley at the bounce house, more than 222 and a half. Um, Graham Mertz, less than 179 and a half. Right. And Montrell Johnson and my guy, Jaquindon, more than 124 and a half. Right. It's also some baseball at the bottom, but we'll get to that later. I'm expecting a big night out of the Utah Utes offensive line. Yeah. And I think there is no question that when you are returning three starters on that offensive line, um, when you look at the fact that Utah is in phenomenal shape defensively, I, I can only tell you so many times that Cole Bishop's a stud. That's a guy you need to know. He is on the back end of that Utah defense that is deep and talented. I think this U defense, I think they are going to thrash at the line of scrimmage in the trenches. Utah should dominate the line play. Seven starters on offense. Cam Rising's not going to be there, and that's a big deal. But Emery Simmons, uh, obviously Micah Pittman, Landon, uh, Landon King, I mean, you have more dynamic weapons. But we said this last year about Money Parks at Utah. Right. Show me you can be that dude. Show Who's Hemi? Who's Hemi? Who yeah. is it? Yeah. Because one of these dudes needs to show out. I know what Jaquindon Jackson can do. Now show me who the number one target is. Does Brant Keithy play tonight? If he plays, they win by, I would say, 21 points. Uh-huh. If Brant Keithy doesn't play, some dudes are going to have to step up who have never stepped up wearing the Ute uniform. I love Utah in this game. I am unbowed by Cam Rising not playing. You are playing an experienced backup. And the backup to the experienced backup has all kinds of potential and firepower. Right. But it doesn't matter unless the skill positions, especially through the transfer portal. And my guy is Micah Pittman. Thanks. That him and Jaquindon Jackson, if Brant doesn't play. If Brant Keithy plays, Brant is more than capable of leading the line. Mm -hmm. I still love Utah in this game. Again, it's why when you look at my picks, I think Jaquindon and Johnson will go for 125. I think Graham Mertz is in for a very long night. I think he's a guy that does not complete passes at a high percentage. We know who Graham Mertz is. Yeah, you know who he is. I mean, it's not any surprise. And by the way, they're not a good program. By the, the road. way. They're not Florida's not a good program on the road, historically speaking, and I'm a huge believer to win a game like this, you need you need, you know, bona fide veteran, know how to lead an offense type guy, you know. Florida Florida, you guys understand, has very little experience on the field. A hundred and ninth in experience in college football. Yeah. A hundred and ninth in experience yeah. for Florida. You're on the road in a non-con game for the first time outside of Florida since 1991. You had a hurricane at home. You've been in Texas. You're stupid because you <laughs> didn't come to Salt Lake City. That was a huge mistake. Yeah. Just spend another 15 minutes at elevation and you're better off. It was just not well thought out. I don't see any way, any way 
that you do not struggle tonight. And I get it. Graham Mertz has got 32 starts under his belt at Wisco. Yeah, well, guess what? This isn't a weak-ass Big Ten. It's the flipping Utah Utes. Yeah, and I just think that in these kind of games, you know, essentially week one for both of these teams, you know, first game out the gate, you know, I, I definitely think it's one of those situations where the traditional stereotypes of teams tend to play themselves out because it's week one. I, I mean, you know that the Utah Utes defense is going to be dynamic. They're going to be making plays. Guys like Cole Bishop are going to have an opportunity to create a turnover tonight. Like, you you know that's going to happen. And I think that, that the Utah Utes defense is ultimately, you know, as you say, is what leads the line for Utah in this game. I... I, I think the sticker shock initially when it came out that Cam Rising and Brant Keithy were not going to play, and Brant's obviously questionable. He might, he might not. But, like, right now, those two not playing, I, I think there was a lot of sticker shock around that. But then, you know, Florida loses their starting center tonight. Yep. You know, you, you look at Graham Mertz being pretty average. Like, Florida doesn't have a lot of, like, you know, stopping power in the sense of, like, hey, even though we lost this guy – we can still sling it 50 yards down the field. Like, that's not Florida right now. And I just look at this team and I say, you're coming to Salt Lake City in what is going to be an absolutely raucous crowd, I can assure you of that, and thinking you're going to try and win a football game here. And I just, I don't see it. And again, I always have to say this about Utah because seemingly every big game they play, it happens. Who who on Utah's offense is going to make a mistake tonight? You know, is is uh, Micah Bernard, let's say, going to fumble the football? It, like, Who's going to give the Florida Gators another possession? But if you look at guys like Micah Bernard, I think he's a hugely important dude. Yeah. Because we'll see what they roll out. I would expect Utah to come out and be a lot more, the word's not exotic because they're rarely exotic on offense, but a lot more diverse schematically. I would expect you to see different route combinations, I would expect you to see more packages of three, four wide receivers because now you have quality depth. I, I want to see Devon Vailey, the wide receiver for, for Utah, earn his spot. I want to see him be a guy where you're like, yeah, he's got to play. We got to get him more reps. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know that that's going to happen. Um, I also think you look at Keaton Bills and the other offensive lineman you need to watch, Spencer Fano. And Jake and I know the Fano boys pretty well. Yep. Logan and Spencer transferred to be from BYU to Utah. That's going to be a very interesting watch. But I think this linebacker core, uh, uh, I mean, Reed, uh, Van Filliger, I think is a really important, I think he's a really important guy. Yeah. Um, he's got to stay healthy. Um, I mean, they're just, Lander Barton is uh, the, the next superstar linebacker in this league. He is, Lander Barton is going to be incredible. Um, I mean, I just can't say enough about the Cole Bishops, the 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 depth on that defense, you guys. Yeah, I mean, you got playmakers on defense for Utah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Karene Reed is a stud. Yeah, like when you look at when you look at these prize picks that we that we have for you, like that, like that's why I'm saying, like when I look at Graham Mertz, like that's that's a less pick because you know he's facing a stout defense, and and, and honestly, he's one of the least explosive players. In all of college football last year, yeah, thirty-eight starts, thirty-two touchdowns. That's a problem, dude. Yeah, like it, that is a problem. I love the Utes in this game. Yeah, um, I, I it'll just be interesting to see where where does Utah's defense score that touchdown. Yeah, and as far as the Utes being minus five, I think that makes sense, all things considered. I mean, that's a pretty respectable number at home, considering you're missing your quarterback and your star tight end. 
Greg Hawkins, the resident Utah fan, one of them. I'm almost expecting a Utah offense circa 2015 look today. I'd love to see it. I, I The Ken Scott, Drez Anderson, um, you know, remember Murph at tight end? Like you, I mean, you had some dudes. But Devontae Booker was in that backfield and Travis Wilson and I want to I want to see you know the thing I worry about and I know we probably need to talk more Florida but Florida is very uninteresting yeah I'll be honest with you yeah buddies in the NFL now there's not much to talk about but I want to see Utah diversify and get explosive they have the the athletes to go over the top and I wonder do we see more route trees to to get separation do we see more crossing patterns do we see a lot more you know run down the boundaries go routes seam routes yeah. i'll be interested to see because without without cam rising the question is how much do you how much do you trust how much do you trust throwing the football right now if you look at if you look at and i don't want to i'm not bashing bryson barnes right He's not cam rising, but he can throw the football. He can, yeah. We saw in the Rose Bowl he is capable of coming in and throwing the football if he has protection. And I, I we could talk special teams. I think Sione Vaki is a guy that I'd really be keeping my eye on, especially defensively. Look, I think the Utah Utes just need need to to do the job tonight. I mean, if we're yes. being honest, like, you know, guys like Bryson Barnes need to come in. Don't turn the damn football over, please. Like like put the ball in the right spot. You don't have to be, you know, all American tonight. What you need to be though is do the job and yes. do it at a at a high enough level to put your guys in position to have success. That's it. And I do think that play calling offensively has a lot to do with that. Let's not take a shot down the field to start the game because Bryson Barnes is starting the game. Let's let's get him in rhythm. Let's get him in flow. You know, I I, I can appreciate a ground and pound attack. Absolutely. So if the strategy is, hey, we're going to run the rock and get their linebackers to, to you know, suck up to the, the d- defensive line, okay, I understand that. I can get that strategy, but at some point, Bryson's going to have to stand there and, you know, complete some passes. And once that happens, then I think the game has really started. Once you get him engaged, now we can start talking about, you know, play action, taking some shots. Yeah. Like, but ultimately, what Utah can't do tonight is turn the football over. And I know that that's a cliche football yeah. thing to say. But when you're when you are down starters, Cam Rising, Brant Keithy, those guys are impact players. So you cannot give Florida two, three extra possessions tonight. You I need to be disciplined. I would agree because Ricky Pearsall is a guy that's just good enough, just good enough, and Mertz is just good enough to get him the football. Yeah. So let's get your comments in here on. Uh, wow, look at all of the uh, look at all of the. Oh, we got memberships flowing in look here. Look at all the look at all the stuff on. going on over here. Damn, John Evans says shout out to all HBCU alums like me and Coach Prime. What's up, John? Good to see you. Appreciate you. He's been a member of the show for three months. Uh, Christopher Shannon, thank you for gifting a Monty Show membership. Appreciate you. Hello. Whoa. Hello. Hello. Um, what do you guys think of the line at five? It, isn't it? Aren't we taking? I think we're taking the we're we're taking Utah to cover that. Certainly. Right. The line is five tonight in the comment section. What do you guys think about that? Let's uh, hear from you. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. I almost died right there. Uh, Texas will crush Alabama next week. 45 to 14. You know, I, I mean, look, I know that 
that they still do acid in certain parts of the country, but <laughs> get help. Get help. Bro. Uh what? Yeah, I don't I don't know where where you're getting forty five to fourteen Texas, but Texas is not blowing out. But it's an interesting question because did you guys see that for the first time in what is it, eight years? Georgia is favored instead of Alabama or Clemson. For the first time in eight years, Alabama and Clemson are not favored to win the national championship before the season starts. Yeah. Change in the guard, maybe, right? We'll see. Change in the guard. Uh, Travis Hinton. What's up, Travis? Good to see you. I think the Ute defense wins the game for them tonight. Their offense is dynamic. I would be, if we're sitting here tomorrow morning, because we're doing a show from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m., by the way, which is 7 to 10 Pacific and 10 to 1 uh, Eastern. It's, it's math, man. Um, I'd be surprised if we're sitting here and the Utes don't have 30-something on the board. Yeah. I'd be really surprised. Really, really surprised. You could be right. Uh, MJ Bissett. Oklahoma, uh, the Big 12 for most of its existence. They have 12 conference championship game appearances. Nebraska and Texas have 12 combined. Okay. Facts. Facts. Ron Nolan, first play of the game, Cole Bishop, pick six. Speaking. Would love to see it, dude. Good kid. Let's hope. Buffalo Hunter Bryson is the GOAT. I think he's more than enough to win this game. Yeah. For sure. Tyler Dopp. If Cam Rising is so good, why is his impact not really missed? Oh, it is missed. Yeah, it's missed. Dude. It is missed. Absolutely. He he is an easy performer. And the thing that he does so well is when a play breaks, he can run and get you yardage. Now you love it and you hate it. But he he's so good on unscripted. When you when you have a play breakdown. He is so good. Matthew Farmer, Florida has talent, but I can't bet them. No, nah, you can't, dude. They're they're one of the most inexperienced P5 teams in the country, you guys. Yeah. It's wild how inexperienced they are. Um, Cam is no longer rising. Ooh, the BYU hate is real. You know, it's fine. Matthew says uh, Texas will become just like their neighbors to the east, A&M. I completely disagree. I completely – they were – Dudes want to play at Texas. Yeah. Always have, always will. Dudes want to play at Texas. It Texas. Just, it, Texas. Just is what it is. Tanner says, yeah, it's cliche. What's that? Uh, Bill G. Texas has perfected mediocrity since Vince Young left. Good years with Colt McCoy, but otherwise very average. Uh, sir, the terminology is mid. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know about that. Alex uh, says, everybody on here, a member after all those giveaways. You would think, but still not. Bryce Martin, 70-yard bomb to start the game will get you in rhythm and put Florida on their heels. Amen. I'd love to see you. Wouldn't you love to see a Kyle Whittingham offense open up one-for-one, 70 yards, touchdown? How about that? That would be amazing. Mike Chase, what's up, Mike? Uh, Good luck, Utah. I'm a BYU fan, but hope they do well. We'll see. Utah Jizz, Utes cover. Bryce Martin, too high. I'd have it at two and a half. Nah. Really? Ain't going to be that close. And Donuts says take the over at 44 and a half. I think you have to take the over. I think the score that I'm comfortable with is 31-17. So I think you have to take the over. Right? I mean, you're, you're at 48 points there. I think you take the over two end donuts. I think that's a very smart play. Yeah, I like it. What do you What do you like it at? 
Uh, I I would say thirty-one twenty-one. I think Florida can get twenty-one points. Thirty-one twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. I just want to get Mertz is going to have to perform. Yeah. Because I I won't believe it until I see it. Yeah. I just won't. Hour number two of the Monty Show presented by our good friends at TrydayTrading.com. TrydayTrading.com slash Monty. Uh, I say it every single day on this show, you guys, and it, it's been so great lately. All of the feedback we're getting about the fact that so many of our listeners have gone through the program now, and we're starting to hear about the money they're making, the, the, the fact that it's not easy, but it's absolutely worth it. And I say more power to you. Become empowered. We hear every day about people losing their jobs. We hear every single day about people having to go back in the office. Every single day about people pissed at their bosses or too many reports or work for yourself. Get through the TridayTrading.com program. When you graduate, they're going to open an account and fund it for you. You trade with their money. When you make money with TridayTrading.com's money, they give you 80% of the profit. And the best part is right now for Monty Show viewers, they have a 30-day trial membership. And the only thing you have to do is make a $10 charitable donation. That's it. That's all you have to do. And you get their entire program. There's no holding back. There's no, well, you don't get that part. No, you get it all. They're elite level, high level coaching. You'll get assigned a, a trading coach who's going to teach you, mentor you. When you graduate, they still work with you. They're not just going to leave you high and dry. Triday trading is everything that you've been looking for to get that nicer house, to get the, to absolutely get the boss frog Porsche, tridaytrading.com. He's become a thing on the show, a boss yeah. pro- Porsche. Anyway, right. my point is to get the boss frog Porsche, trydaytrading.com. It's the life you know you deserve. Trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, let's keep rolling with college football talk because I think there's so much out there. Again, we are just now two hours away from kickoff between Utah, who's a five-point favorite on a 44-and-a-half number, um, against Florida, who is playing their first non-conference game outside of the state of Florida since 1991. It's at Rice-Eccles Stadium in Salt Lake City, Utah. Six o'clock, ESPN. It's going to be a tilt. And I love Utah in this game, even though uh, Cam Rising is likely not to play according to uh, ESPN's Pete Thamel. Uh, Brant Keithy is doubtful. Yeah. If those two guys play, they're going to score 40 points. <laughs> yeah. If they don't play, I think I'm going with 31-17. It's a win. Uh, it's a cover, and it's an over. I mean, would anyone be surprised if Cam Rising played tonight? Like, I everyone, would not be everyone, surprised. Everyone's saying, oh, he's out, he's out, he's out. And then he just rolls up. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then there's this game. Mitch Trubiscuit, in honor of Monty, wants to know about hey, UCF. This UCF game... Against Kent State, I'm actually really looking forward to it because I think the bounce house is going to be wild. Right. Look at the the number in that game is 55 points. UCF is favored by 36. My only concern with my prize picks today and my only concern with my prize picks Uh is John Reese Plumley. 222 and a half yards. I picked more. Does he play the second half? I'm a little concerned about that because I think the rest of it's on lock. Right. If, you know, if we're being honest, I think the rest of it's on lock. 
I think it's going to be interesting. Daniel Dixon says who's going to win the uh, Nebraska-Minnesota game tonight. Nebraska. Well, it's time for Buddy to show what he's got done. I would agree. It's time for Matt Rule to show the the progress, you know, and and I'm not saying Nebraska's got to be a 10-win team, but this is a game you should dominate. This is a game that if if Matt Rule is any kind of head coach and Nebraska's got any kind of pull, this is one where you should really own them. Yeah, and just looking at it, and I mean, it is a conference game. It is, I'm a little surprised that Minnesota is a seven and a half point favorite because I want to see what Matt Rule's Nebraska Cornhuskers look like. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think someone like Matt Rule's got a, a, as much pressure, if not more, than a guy like Dion does, than a guy like Luke Fickle does. I, I mean, Matt Rule has an established track record of success at a P5 level. And I think that, you know, the, the Baylor Matt Rule teams were dominant, you know? competing at really high a really high level and i think that you know it would be really good really good for for you know nebraska to get going again like i mean like we were talking yeah. about earlier in the show you know it's it's a situation where the big 10 needs them to get going it's not a want it's a need the big 10 needs to get deeper and i think this is the start of what could be you know hopefully can, can we say hopefully a seven win nebraska team I mean, is that unfair? I think seven would be, you know, that'd be a hell of a first season. That would. Um, I think Jeff Sims is a huge huge figure for Matt Rule. Um, I think you have to – he's got to have a good year if Nebraska is going to do anything. Um, I love that he's a dual threat. Um, I love the fact that he averages six yards a carry. Um He's got to be a better passer at Nebraska. If he is not a better passer at Nebraska, I don't know how they win seven games. I don't know how they win five games. Right. Because he was not a good passer at Georgia Tech. That's one big thing. Um, Matt Rule's defense is going to be good. They've got, what, six returning starters on defense. And you know the style of play he likes to run. The question is, how much controversy can Minnesota handle? Because it has been a tough summer, um, and I, oof. Matt Rule is a road dog. That's another thing I don't love. Yeah, he wins sixty eight percent of the time. Yeah, I, I, I love this to be something like. I think you got to take Nebraska plus seven. I think this is. I think Nebraska wins the game. Yeah, I mean, I think Nebraska wins the game, but, you know, I, I, I look at this and, and I say, dude, Nebraska's got to control, you know, the 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 run game, right? Like, the Nebraska well, defense can't allow, you know, Minnesota to ground and pound, you know, at will because ultimately, and this is what we talk about with Prime, too, right, where you know that that Prime is going to want to try and control clock and, and do those things because he's got a new team, right? I would assume that yeah. Matt Rule, you know, uh, logically wants to say, okay, I have a new team. My defense needs to stop the run first. We got to be committed to that because once that happens, we're in a much better place. So I would expect a strong, you know, defensive line to come through for that team. I would imagine that Ethan Kaliak-Banis is going to have to be a monster tonight if, if Minnesota is going to win. 
I mean, I think we got a small taste of what he could be. Mm-hmm. But this is his gig. This is his job. This is his whole thing. This is your team now. Kaliak Manis. Like, this is your gig now. Right. Can he Can he carry them? I don't know. Um, Minnesota has always been this defensive team under, under PJ, but 15th in success rate allowed, 32nd um, in plays allowed. I mean, and fourth in finishing drives allowed. Like, I mean, that is, they're good. Yeah. The fact that, the fact that Minnesota lost their two best offensive players, though, uh, yeah, but a Minnesota... lot of a lot of replacements on the offensive line. Just looking at the the depth and experience. But look at Sean Tyler, right? Transfer running back for Minnesota ranks ninth uh, last year, ranked ninth in FBS with 147 all-purpose yeah. yards a game. So this is a guy that that clearly can run the football up the middle, but also can play in the flat. That I mean, that's how you're going to rack up a lot of all-purpose yards, but, and I think. But I'm not even worried about the offense. Well, how is the Minnesota defense going to fare? You had big attrition on that front seven. You yeah. did not add anybody in the transfer portal. Yeah. I, I just love, I think Nebraska wins the game. Yeah, I would agree. That's where I come down on it. Well, and I know. If you're Matt Rule, you expect to win this game, right? I mean, we're on I the do. Same page with that. I, I mean, do. You expect to beat Minnesota. I do. Yeah. I, I absolutely do. Bill G says Gophers by 10. That would be a shocking result, in my opinion. Yeah. Jeff Woodworth, uh, Matt Rule wins 68% of the, the time, 100% of the time. <laughs> I agree. That's a good point. MJ Bissett, could SMU buy their way into a Pac-4 Mountain West combo? Why would you? Wouldn't you just stay in the AAC? Why spend your money when you're in the same spot? In my opinion. Kenneth Maynard for $5. My ECU Pirates beating Michigan Saturday is more likely than Florida State leaving the ACC. Focus on winning the conference. <laughs> Bro, thank you. You got. I should pay you five dollars. Are you serious with like, if Florida State, if SM freaking you would focus on the AAC, you're telling me you got all this money, and you're this juggernaut waiting to happen. Why aren't you dominating the AAC? You're telling me that you're getting screwed in the ACC, Florida State, but you haven't been relevant in ten years. Help me understand it. <coughs> <laughs> Why should we believe that all of a sudden Florida State's going to get out of the ACC and, oh, my God, there will be no, oh, my God. Yeah. You, the risks that Florida State runs, much like SMU, you're going to be an afterthought. You're going to be UCLA. Hey, cool. Yeah, hey, John Wooden. You used to love that guy. He's dead now. All right, let's talk about USC. Yeah. That's the risk you run. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that that's that harsh. That's the risk you run. Yeah. T. Higgins is a badass. Stupid attempted at humor. What does that mean? Yeah. What is that? What do you mean? What I don't, I don't know what you mean. Uh, Matthew Farmer, Nebraska isn't very good. Neither is Minnesota. San Diego State Aztec says, "See you, folks." All right, Glenn. Good to see you. Uh, OG Gary, I'm back. What did I miss? Nothing. Mitch Trubiscuit, boats and hose. Okay. Conference Commissioner Gumby, Minnesota hasn't had a big game since the 60s. This is a pretty big game for them. Yeah, I would agree. Look at that, Greg Swain, a superstar in the well, comments section. Well, 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 Once again, Florida State will leave the ACC for one very simple reason. They are becoming nationally irrelevant the longer they stay. Losing half a billion dollars over the length of the grant of rights compared to the Big Ten. The problem is 
they're not getting a Big Ten invite. Yeah, and by the way, that's the contract you signed. I, the thing that I struggle with, and I ask this question every single time that we talk to people in the Big Ten, is FSU attractive to you? No, they're not. Okay, who's attractive to you? North Carolina and Notre Dame. Okay, let me ask it a different way. What's it going to take for you guys to go to 20? Why'd you turn down Stanford and Cal? North Carolina and Notre Dame. And I'm talking about like high level, big 10 people. Known them for years. Nobody wants Florida State. Yeah. Nobody. You think Florida's going to lie down and let Florida State into the SEC? Hell no. They're not. The conundrum for Florida State remains. You're on a lockdown grant of rights that you you signed not once but twice through 2036. You need eight other members of your conference to help you get out. Whereas when the ACC melts down, where are those eight other members going to go? Because I could see Clemson obviously getting into the SEC. I could see Florida State going to... I don't know either. I could see the Virginias maybe getting into the Big 12 because there's synergy there. I could, like there's all kinds of possibilities, but somebody explain to me where does Florida State end up? Yeah, and I think the trouble is like just with the concept of Florida State getting out of the ACC, like Gray, and I'm not going after Greg here, but I'm just saying the logic is hey, they're losing half a billion dollars over the life of the grants of rights. Yeah. That doesn't mean that they just get to leave. But if you look at look at the members of the ACC, look at NC State. Where does NC State go? Well, a lot of people in the Carolinas will tell you North Carolina and NC State are tied at the hip. Right. Big Ten comes calling on Chapel Hill. They don't want NC State. But they're willing to pay full share, $100 million to get North Carolina. Um... Who says no? Because North Carolina ain't saying no. Agreed. Bubba Cunningham ain't saying no. Look at Brand Keithy on the field at, at Utah. Brand Keithy may well play tonight. Holy shit. That is a big, big development. That is a big development. We'll keep you updated on that. So you tell me. Let's let's focus on the ACC imploding. Who's of value here? Boston College. Where do they go? Big Ten? Well, the only problem with that is they've already got Rutgers in Maryland. I don't know either. SEC? No. Big 12? No. Oh, I know. The Pac-12. Oh, wait. So you're telling me that Boston College is going to help break the the ACC grant of rights? (laughs) You're telling me that Georgia Tech is going to help break the ACC grant of rights? You're telling me that Louisville who has already bounced around like a freaking rubber ball, is going to help break the grant of rights they helped form. (coughs) Miami's a very interesting one because Miami, I am told by sources in the conference, is a no right now on adding Stanford and Cal. Miami, who can't even get their political landscape together in the city and wants to talk about being a great private institution, you think they're going to help Florida State break the grant of rights in the ACC to go to the only logical place is the SEC? 
Pittsburgh, Syracuse, Virginia, Virginia Tech, and of course, Wake Forest. Do you understand that like nine out of these 10 teams have nowhere to go? And no incentive to break the grant of rights. So they're going to help you melt the conference down so you can go get more money after you said that they sucked at their job. <coughs> they're not going to do that. It's almost impossible. And again, and Greg, you know this as well as fucking anybody. If it was going, it's been 18 months worth of an effort. And probably more than that behind the scenes we didn't even know about. You know. If you can't find lawyers, and from all accounts, Florida State and Clemson and North Carolina have a million lawyers. Not one of them has found a way through that ACC grant of rights. How are you going to get out? Yeah. And go ahead, get your J.P. Morgan Chase $120 million. How are you getting out of the grant of rights? Because there aren't any other members in that conference who want to help Florida State if it doesn't help them. That's the reality of it. And sure, maybe I'm an idiot, and maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but tell me exactly how that's wrong. Tell me how that's wrong. Yeah. Greg says eight teams in the ACC have offered contingent upon them leaving the conference on or on their own. Okay, so where, why hasn't it happened yet? I, these are the things that I need to understand. Okay. So I, by the way, and I want to make this very clear, we've never on this show reported that. We've been told point blank that they do not have eight other teams. Yeah. Point blank by high-level sources. They do not have eight other teams. They have five. And now they have four. Because... I'm not ready to count on Miami. Let's see what happens in this ACC expansion vote. If Miami's a no, you'll have your answer. But I think they have four, potentially five. I've never been told they have eight. Never have I been told they have eight. And in fact, we've been told more than anybody would like to know that Duke and North Carolina are not in lockstep. Right. That North Carolina and North Carolina State are both no's to expansion. Duke is a yes. So if they, if they have eight and contingent upon them either leaving the conference or on their own, they're not, so are you saying they're not trying to melt down the ACC grant of rights? Or they are and they need to have a home? Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. It, it just makes zero sense. It, it makes zero sense. Yeah, I just don't. What else is there to say? The the little guy in the ACC is not going to help Florida State. Florida State basically crapped all over everybody. Another reason they don't want to help them. And Florida State can't get out of the paperwork. It is what it is. Stop wishing because it ain't going to happen. The other thing I find so interesting about this is the argument that time will heal all wounds. Because I see 10 of you in the comments talking about this. The grant of rights does not get easier over time. The funny thing about the ACC grant of rights is the buyout goes down, mm -hmm. but it goes down very incrementally. And if you expand, it's probably going to get more difficult because the percentages will change and the money will go up. So you're going to you're going to pay each member of the conference more money supposedly 
Allegedly. And then those that go to the college football playoff in the NCAA tournament will get increased splits. But at the end of the day, a rising tide raises all ships. So you're going to ask Boston College to vote yes? Like Louisville is one of the most interesting ones in, in this whole discussion. Right. Louisville knows that their, their bread and butter is basketball. And we've had this discussion on the show at length. Many times. We've talked about Louisville at length. Louisville knows that they will occasionally win in football, but that they make most of their money in basketball, and they'd like to get back to that. Yeah. Why would they leave the company of Duke and North Carolina and Florida State and Virginia? Think about the basketball prowess of the ACC. That's the other thing that I... I I don't quite think people understand is Louisville is an odd friend to have in that conference because they don't have long lasting relationships and point blank by people at Louisville and in, in TV, which is where it really matters because television is going to control where Florida state goes. Nobody believes, nobody believes that the ACC grant of rights will melt down. Nobody. I mean, there's it, nothing to suggest it would. Yeah. There there just is no reason to believe that. I mean, the only one who believes that is Florida State fan, right? Like, the only one who believes that or wants it to happen is Florida State fan. Again, little guy in the ACC has ze- literally zero incentive. Uh, again, None. If, especially since the Pac-12 melted down. Dude, if you're a little guy in college athletics, you don't want to rock the boat. You just want to keep getting paid and keep the water nice and calm for as long as possible. And Florida State's in a terrible spot, I mind you, because with the college football playoff committee, and I, w- I want to make sure we get this clear as well because I, I don't want any more DMs on this. Right. ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips did not make a presentation about the current state of ACC expansion, which has been reported by several people. That never happened. Jim Phillips was not at the meeting. He was a satellite participant. And they did not even ask about ACC expansion. The only thing that was talked about from what our sources told us was they agreed to take no action on the 24 structure until ACC expansion was was settled. Yeah. Yay or nay? Because the college football playoff committee also knows that that's a domino effect for Oregon State and Washington State and whatever's going to happen in the Pac-12. So there was no update on ACC expansion. That's a really critical point because I think Florida State also knows that with an expanded college football playoff system to 12 teams, This six versus six, seven versus five, whatever that shakes out to be, this nine conference games that I think the G5 is really going to push for, which ultimately I think means that the G5 is going to get an automatic qualifier and an at-large. Yeah. That's going to significantly dampen or enhance Florida State's access to the college football playoff. Thanks. Because if you give an at-large and an AQ to the G5, one more slot's gone. Yep. Because the G5's getting in somehow, some way. Yes. It's probably their top-ranked 
conference champion. And I also think they're going to get in at large. So you're, that, that right there is half the pool is gone. That's six right there. Four P4 conference champions, AQ for G5 conference champion at large. That's six. So now you have to ask yourself if you're Florida State, are you better than whoever didn't win the SEC and probably two other teams? Are you better than whoever didn't win the Big Ten and probably three other teams? Are you better than Clemson or – because if you don't win the ACC championship, you're in real trouble. Yeah, your odds of getting in are awful. Are difficult at best. Yeah. Especially with Big Ten expansion. Yeah. Which is another reason, and we've talked about this as well, so I'm sorry to be redundant, another reason the Big Ten doesn't want to go to 20 because they don't have to. Because look at the football power that they added. Oregon, Washington, USC, and UCLA. Outside of Chip Kelly and UCLA, Oregon, Washington, and USC are college football playoff contenders today. Right now. Yeah. You put them in the Big Ten, which I compel you to go and reconsider is not a juggernaut. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, USC, Oregon, and Washington. That's six. Nebraska, Wisconsin. But right now, that's six. Yeah. You throw in Nebraska and Wisconsin. Is there anybody who believes that Luke Fickle and Matt Rule won't have top 15 teams? Because I certainly do. That's one conference. Now what happens in the Big 12? I asked you again, what happens if Utah comes in and wins the Big 12 three of the next seven years? That's an indictment on several of the Blue Bloods in the Big 12. Absolutely it is. And I think that would forever light a spark under several programs that have just kind of been rolling along. All of this to say, if you're Florida State, you better watch what you wish for. Because let's pretend they do get into the Big 10, and I don't think they will. Right. Let's pretend they get into the Big Ten. Chances Florida State's better than USC. Not good. Not good. Chances you're going to be better than Dan Lanning at Oregon. Not good. Washington? Uh, I would say it's level. Ohio State? Not uh, good. Not good. Michigan? Probably. Nah. Eh. Nah. I think Jim, I truly believe Jim Harbaugh is coaching his last year at Michigan. Jim's been to the college football playoff. You got to give him the edge, dude. Okay. Got to give him the edge. I don't know. All of this to say... Florida State ain't what they say they are. Yeah. And I would not be in such a hurry to break that thing up because... That's what I've been trying to figure out. Mm. That's what I've been trying to figure out. What? Because, again, we're not rocket scientists here. So if we can evaluate this landscape and have these opinions and paint a picture, if we can do that, I assure you they can do that. And- yeah, and, and I see all the comments, Greg Swain and everybody else. I'm not saying you're wrong. By the way, there is nothing here, and I want to, if you're new to the show, and I know we have a ton of new listeners and viewers, I want you guys to understand something. We just happen to talk to people that you don't have access to. That's the only difference between us. Your opinions are as valid as ours. We just make our opinions and, and deliver news based on the fact that we talk to people. We yeah. know people in TV, and I would encourage you to go back and look at our, our expansion track record. We know some folks. But I'm not telling you like somebody was saying that I think I know everything. In fact, I know what I don't know, and that's a lot. I don't think I know everything, you guys. It it just is. It's a very long road for Florida State. And they need to stop talking and start doing it. Yeah, the arrogance is what's hurting their reputation right now. Because, again, 
And I'm just going to keep dying on this hill, whether your name is Florida State, Stanford, you know, Michigan, certainly. Cow turd. Uh, Prime, certainly. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to hear that you're the best if you're not in the college football playoff once every five years at a minimum. Better be. Giggity. Hello, Giggity. Utah going to rule the Big 12. I think Utah's going to be very difficult. Adam P., this show hates Florida State, SMU, Michigan, and San Diego State. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, we don't hate people. I think the, the hardest part is look at SMU. What's to hate about SMU? Nobody knows anything about SMU. Just because we're not sugarcoating and saying that Florida State's got a good brand doesn't mean we hate Florida State. Jim Harbaugh is a piece of junk, dude. Jim he Harbaugh is. is a cheater, and it's an embarrassment that he's had the opportunity to tarnish the Michigan brand the way he has because the Michigan brand doesn't deserve that. Who would be surprised if Jim Harbaugh, a year from now, facing a six-game suspension from the, the Committee on Infractions, quit his job, just resigned? Who'd be surprised? Would you be surprised? I would not be surprised. By the way, as far as San Diego State's concerned, they earned their hate. They had it coming to them with that performance San Diego State has been... It's not hate. It's tr the the fact of the matter is San Diego State embarrassed themselves, yeah, and acted completely and utterly unprofessional, in in the way that they went about. It's not hate. Like, what is there to hate about about SMU? Yeah. SMU is probably the best example of this. SMU. We talked to arguably the biggest donor slash booster at SMU. Long-ranging conversation several, several weeks ago now. Yeah. Asked him straight up, well, sir, excuse me, can I just ask, you have all this money and all of these donors and all of these collectives. How come you guys aren't dominating the AAC? And, pardon me, uh, it... it uh, uh, Couldn't answer the question. So when I said again, hey, by the, the way, I just want to... Reiterate, this didn't answer it again. Because they don't win. They're irrelevant. They put Dallas on the front of their shirt. Congratulations, you don't represent Dallas. Did you see the Houston Cougars throwback jersey to, to the Houston Oilers that they released? It says Houston on the front, and guess what? The University of Houston represents Houston. Not Dallas. Or Texas. SMU doesn't represent Dallas. They don't own Dallas. They don't like it. We don't hate. It, it just is what it is. Utah is foreshadowing. Could be. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, Florida State greater than UCLA. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Derek Myrie, Rutgers and Maryland are not going anywhere. They're not going. But anywhere. like those are perfect examples of brands that have zero incentive to break their rent of rights. Like with all due respect, I'm not. Why even would Rutgers and Maryland ever leave the Big Ten? Why you're getting paid, bro? What? And again, why would? Pick the team. Uh, Georgia Tech and Boston College. Why would they ever want to break the, the grant of rights in the ACC? You never would. You never would. Uh, Kenneth Maynard agreed best AAC team and best Mountain West teams are in the with AQs and an at-large. I think so. Because who else would it be? Uh, Matthew Farmer, Utah and TCU will probably be the two best programs. I think TCU... This is such an important year for TCU. I this Colorado TCU game 
TCU needs to win that game by 40 points. Yeah. They need to dominate. Really big graduation. I mean, I don't know what you do to replace Max Duggan, but we'll find out. And I happen to be a huge fan of Sonny Dykes, the human being. I think Sonny's a great dude. They got to win football games. Yeah. TCU needs to win. MJ Bissett, UCLA is a check cashier just in a great market and blue blood uh, rivals in USC. No USC rivalry. They are Cal. USC does not have a rivalry. I continue to say their best rival is Notre Dame, and Notre Dame is it's my, that's my, my squad, man. Right? Notre Dame is not on USC's level. Has, yeah, well, that but that rivalry has is rarely emotional, been. dude. That's not a, a win-loss rivalry. I would agree with that. Notre Dame, our mother. Yeah, pray for us, please, because we're going to need it. Uh, Ali Khan, those guys are obsessed with F- FSU. For God's sake, let it go. There is no. What do you mean, let it go? So right now, it, FSU and the ACC is not the biggest story in college football. And if it's not, you guys let me know. What's the biggest story in college football right now? FSU and the ACC. Not really sure what what else is there. Period. Yeah, sure, Utah and Florida's playing tonight, but they're not the biggest story in college football. Gumby says Cal is greater than UCLA. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, G. Lee says, yeah, Granny. What do you mean? Help me. Wrote, uh, roundabout. What's up, Roundabout? Hope you're good. Florida State brings it on itself. It does. Agreed. It does. Nobody brought this to Florida State's door. Florida State, just go out and win games. That's it, Mike Norvell. Just go out and kick ass. Thanks. Win the ACC this year, and all of this is solved. Go make yourself – Florida State just needs – go make yourself a six-foot blonde with a huge rack and a great ass. That's all I'm asking for. Is Am I asking too much? You live in a beach community, dude. Give me – that's it. That's all you have to do. Go win games. Go win games. You haven't done that in 10 years. Go win games. Jeff Woodworth, my Florida State, they ain't what they used to be, ain't what they used to be, ain't what they used to be. Truth. Kaufman, the ACC isn't going anywhere unless the media parts give up on the ACC. ESPN would have to agree to any changes in the ACC. And I think everyone just forgets the basketball side, and that's the part that bothers me. Dude, Duke UNC on ESPN is a staple. It's a staple. The ACC tournament? Staple. Virginia Duke, Virginia UNC. Who isn't watching? Can I just ask, who isn't watching Duke Carolina every year? Twice, hopefully three, four times. Who isn't watching Carolina and anybody on an aircraft carrier? Yeah, I, I'm all about it. Come on, dude. I am all about it, man. I am I am all about it. Monty sounds like roll tide cranny after drinking his buckshot. Hey, man. If I'm Phyllis, I, I'm good with it. I'm good with roll it. Tide. You know. I'm good with it. Uh, Kenneth Maynard for $5. SMU owns Dallas like Grand Canyon owns Phoenix. Exactly right. Cleveland Rocks. My dude, how are you? $5. Big 12 coaches will be watching the Utah game, you think? Yeah. It's a huge game tonight. Yes, it is. It is a huge. There's a couple of big ones tonight. I would would also encourage you um, to kind of – Broaden your horizons when we get to college football scores tonight because if you just look around this Arizona State game, did you guys see Arizona State's got good old Southern Utah tonight? 
at Sun Devil Stadium because I'm not Excuse calling it the other. Me. I'm not calling it the other. Dude, it's Sun Devil Stadium. J.P. Chase Morgan Bank of America Field. Come on, Wells Fargo and stuff. Plaza. Uh, you can go watch the ASU Southern Utah game for three dollars. Um, three dollars to get so in. You're your saying seat. that they weren't able to get funding. Crazy. Uh, I love the. Uh, obviously, we talked a lot in Nebraska, Minnesota. 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 Does anybody care about Missouri? No. Nah. Oh. What are you doing in the SEC? <laughs> Getting paid. What are you doing? Um, I would also. Uh, I would also look at that Tulsa game tonight. I think Tulsa is going to beat some people they shouldn't have any business beating, like Arkansas Pine Bluff. Tulsa should win that game by 179. <laughs> Bro, your program's name is Arkansas Pine Bluff. Yeah, Pine Bluff. What do you? What is your mascot? A flower? He doesn't. He doesn't know. He don't know. Bro, anything. like, what are we doing? It's a. It's a city. Uh they've got big names on their schedule at Tulsa. The Golden Hurricane. That's what I called her. Uh, Washington, Oklahoma. The mighty SMU and Karen East Carolina Karen. are all on their schedule. They have a chance to make a difference. Tulsa is uh, Tulsa's not laying down for anybody. No. Not laying down for nobody. A couple more, then we got to get to prize picks tonight. Really enjoy the conversation, you guys. Thank you. Um, really, really appreciate the engagement on college football. We love talking it, obviously. We're passionate about it. Uh, love hearing from you guys. Roundabout says, eh. Tallahassee isn't really a beach community. It's a weird. Have you? You've never been there. It, Tallahassee is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I. It's. It, yeah, Tallahassee is not bad. It's not great though. Uh, it's a weird town actually, mostly because it's full of politicians and FSU fans. It is the capital. So, yeah. uh, what's up, Tori Miranda? Washington State will be better than people think this year by far. By far. Washington State's going to win some games. And then they're going to die. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, I've never watched either Duke or North Carolina. That's oh, a lie. please. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Mike Smith, hello. Uh, FSU on the, the show is the equivalent of squeaky wheel gets the grease. FSU is the current one with making the noise. Other teams wanting out as well, but FSU is the front man. Correct. I agree with that. Uh, Daniel Dixon. Don't watch any ACC, just Big Ten and Big 12. SEC, big games only. Really? ACC basketball isn't isn't of interest to you guys? Oh, he said big games only. So yeah, Duke, but he, he said SEC, big games only. Oh, SEC, big games yeah. only. Yeah. Austin Davis, I've met Florida fans earlier today, and they were struggling breathing a little with elevation. Let's go use. Why did you go to that? <laughs> so you left, you left Gainesville early. To go to Texas to avoid the hurricane. Why didn't you just come to Utah? That that's a, I will never <coughs> understand that. The Todd Father, love every part of your take on these schools. Glad all the new subs can hear them too. Very well thought out stuff. Thanks, Todd Father. I appreciate you. Maury Alvarez, what is up? Maury. Oh, there's bots in the chat. Dude, is there, there really? There are bots dude? in the chat. See, this is a good sign. There are bots in the Skunk. chat. It's not it's not good. It's it is well. It usually, is. when there's bots in the chat, good things are happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, 
We'll report them and block them. I apologize. There you go. Blocked. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, get out of here, bro. Uh, Maury Alvarez, a great Floridian. I'm watching the Utah-Florida game tonight uh, to root for the Gators are. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's great. Rainer Mark, I am finally paying attention to Pac-12 games, at least the new Big 12 four-pack schools. I think there's a lot of that, Mark. Yeah, and I think that's smart. I mean, you know, again, if you're someone who hasn't watched a lot of Pac-12 football over the years, I, I would definitely watch the USC national games. I would watch, uh, certainly you got to watch Utah, uh, and then I'd yeah. go to Washington. Those three are really the ones that I think are the smoke makers. I think Michael Penix Jr. is going to have an incredibly awesome season. I, they they are so dangerous, Washington. I'm for real. Uh, as, uh, James gives us $5, James. Hello, Mullen James. fans. SMU will grow their fan base. Dallas Cowboys charge too much to go to games. SMU has good seats for $25. bucks. i will be there Saturday. Okay is a hell of a drug. Nobody's passing on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Do you think SMU and the Cowboys compete? No, they don't, dude. I don't think so. Derek Roche, what's up, Derek? I'll be paying close attention to the Big 12 this year for the first time ever. There you go. Yeah, well, you Little should. Little jizz is Cam playing. Cam's on the field warming up with a knee brace. Yeah, it, Cam and Brant are both on the field. Uh, not official in terms of who's playing and who's are not. Are you guys? I need to be careful here because the friendships run deep. Right. Does Pete Thamel have any idea what he's talking about? With what? Well, he's the one reporting that Cam Rising's out, and Cam Rising's on the field running around practicing. It, it, I don't know if that's the truth or not. I don't know. I'm looking at some of the main reporters, and nobody is reporting that he is out. So we'll see. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. This is going to be really interesting to see if he's out. Okay, great. Pete Thamel's vindicated. But if he misses on this one again? Yeah. It's really interesting. There's a lot of, you know, if you guys go on X, there's a lot of video coming out on Cam Rising doing these, just these basic warm-ups to kind of get his legs loose and everything. And and I, I don't know, dude. I mean, it looks like he's going through a normal warm-up. I got to be honest. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. And, and by the way, he looks jacked. Dude's had an offseason, clearly. Yeah. He's got his brace on. Like, I don't know. This is one you better watch for. This is one that you you had better watch for. Do we have more bots? Yes, we do. Damn. God. This is this is uh, 30,000 sub syndrome. We're close to 30,000 subs, you guys. We are, we are really close to 30,000 subs. Yeah. And I, if you guys are not subscribed to the channel, please Do consider it. it. Where are we? Real quick, because then we got to get to prize picks, because I don't want to m- miss baseball tonight. Uh, 29,864, 136 go. to go, you guys. 136 to go. Uh, let's see. I want it. Let's get to um, DCB channel says, Cam Rising, false rumors, some bookie shenanigans. <laughs> OG Gary, if Cam and Keithy play, it's over for Florida. That's uh, that's two by a long shot. I mean, <laughs> could be. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gummy, I'll subscribe when Monty pays up his free PS5. He owes me from Black Friday. Oh, please, dude. You're such a schemer, man. Bryce says, now I have to go with Utah. Yes, Bryce. 
Monty and Jake are really close to 30K. If you aren't subscribed, please click the like and subscribe. Yes, please. Yeah, please. Let's go. We, we have it. added 8,000 subscribers in the last 30 days. It's wild on this show. Yeah, I know what time it is. <laughs> Jake, you're taking some Pine Bluff heat. Dude. Matt Ritson, Arkansas Pine Bluff is Golden Lions terrible. <laughs> dude, like, I, I just... Be it's better, in Pine Bluff, dude. Arkansas. It's in well, Pine oh Bluff, Arkansas. God. Bro, sorry, I didn't know where Pine Bluff was. My bad. Arkansas Pine Bluff Lions are HBCU in the SWAC, Jake. Yeah, now great. My bad. Great. My now bad. you hate HBCU. <laughs> my bad. So that's what this has turned into. Yeah, my you bad. You hate HBCU. <laughs> what the fuck are you? Dion's coming to shave your chest well, here, if you have any. Maybe he can walk a little faster. Okay, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, what's the problem? Oh my God, I, I don't understand the problem here, bro. Cold blooded, clean, methodical, and thorough. Conference Commissioner Gumby, I always knew Jake was sus. Yeah, dude, I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, Prize Picks on the Monty Show. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go, you guys. Prize Picks time on the Monty Show. You know yeah. our promo code in Prize Picks is Monty. Um, click the link in the description below. Download the Prize Picks app. It'll already have, if you click the link, it should already have the promo code Monty. But if it doesn't, put in there M O N T Y. That gives you 100% deposit matching up to $100. We've got a doozy for you tonight, too. I, okay, so before we get into this, do yeah. you guys play daily fantasy? Like, have you already made your NFL picks? I have not made my NFL picks yet. See, I think that's smart because, you know, you never know. You got to make them the day before. Yeah. You got to get closer. But there is, if you're a prize pick guy in the NFL, you guys, there is a Dak Prescott half-yard passing, more or less. How, how are you not taking that? Yeah, how are you not taking that, dude? How are you not taking that? I, I think you have to take that. You do. You do. I, I think. That's one you got to take now because it's on discount. I would agree. I would agree. I boy, that's we need to spend some time looking at that. Yeah, we'll we'll get on the NFL side tomorrow. Tomorrow but. we'll be uh, prize picking NFL. Yeah, uh, let's get into what we got going on tonight. Uh, Jake, why don't you go first? Here's Jake's prize pick slide for tonight. Yeah, Jake Scott. Um, we're both on Mookie bets. Yes, we're both on Mookie bets. I'm on the Dodgers big time tonight, dude. I got Mookie bets. Uh, more than seven on hitter fantasy score, right? And wow. then I've got Lance Lynn more than one and a half walks. Oh, so I need him you, to walk you, two you people. You put twenty on this to win a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, I and and we talked about this before the show, Grim. Like Montrell Johnson and Jaquindon Jackson, you know, to go for more than one hundred and twenty-four and a half Man, yards. I am on the Jaquindon Jackson train, you guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I, am, I just think you have to be tonight. It makes too much sense. I am on the Jaquindon Jackson train, and if Cam Rising plays, my God, I am feeling really good about that. Where you at with so Mookie Betts? Yeah. Well, he's been. There were people on Twitter saying he was in God mode, and I can't say I disagree. So here's the hitter fantasy scoring. Yeah. Seven is what we need. So all he needs is a single and a double. If he goes a, a deep, triple, it's over. a home run. Yeah. If he if he gets an RBI, if he hits an RBI double, yeah. done. 
Well, and the thing is, too, the, the other thing I look at is opponents. So they're playing Atlanta. Obviously, Atlanta's a good team. But you know who's going for Atlanta. Look what I've yeah, got Spencer on mine. Spencer Strider. Yeah. Spencer Strider, less than eight strikeouts. Yeah, that's smart. Because know what I have? On, look what I have on Mookie Betts. Yeah. I am more than seven against Strider. And on Hitter Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now if you look, John Reese Plumley. Come that's on, Bounce House. Let's pick, go, dude. Bounce House. Get damn crazy, motherfucker. Okay, uh, I don't know. Okay, if that's, that's enough. Stop, that's please. The, that's the brand new UCF fight song. I don't know if you please. guys heard that. I just debuted it right here on the Monty Show. Uh, let's go UCF. I've got Graham Mertz, uh, less than 179 and a half passing yards. Uh, Montrell and Jaquindon, more than 124 and a half rushing yards. Strider, less than eight. Mookie bets more than seven. Yeah. Do I have any chance of winning this? Yeah, you do. It's 20 for 200. Yeah. So if I pull those five and if I pull those five, I win 200 bucks. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, dude. Roundabout. Go Knights. Charge on. That's what I'm saying. Charge on. Kaufman just said ESPN said Cam is not playing. <sighs> okay. Brandon Butler. As one of the OGs, James, we are tough enough to take it, brother. Brother. James, James Knight. Bring back members only commenting. Oh, no. What, why? What happened? What happened? James, what happened? The Todd father. Great. Now Dak is going to pull a hammy handing off on the first. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, don't you say it. Because wait until tomorrow. Again, remember. Uh, remember. Tomorrow morning we are on at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. Yeah. So based on where you are, all my Floridians, the show starts at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah. Because we are uh, off for the long weekend to Los Angeles. Yeah. Big time golf Saturday and Sunday, pool parties, wedding showers, family family hanging out. It's gonna be good. It is gonna be good. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, G Lee, my Papa Murphy's in town just closed. Someone else needs to reopen one. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, James Knight, you need to be cashed up or lucky to get Monty's attention on the comments. Poor guy gets so many. James, why are you in this kind of mood today, dude? Like, sorry, dude. Like it, you're not wrong. And I apologize. The show has grown, James. It's your fault. You know, uh, John Evans, university of North Texas has a bigger fan base in DFW than SMU. Look up the numbers. <laughs> no one in DFW cares <laughs> about SMU truth. Uh, Rick G for $5. UCF alum here. We are really excited tonight. Go Knights and go Utes. Please beat the Gators. I need, I need, I need my boy Plumley. Who, by the way, he was fun. He didn't come on the show, but we talked to, uh, to Plumley at Big Twelve Football Media Days. Good dude. I yeah. hope, I hope he does well. I, I do hope he does well. Uh, Dale B, uh, B's subscribe. College players were paid in the early twentieth century. They were roundabout. Does James want some cheese with that wine? Oh, oh nice. my God, dude. James chill, is our guy. Bro, chill. Tanner Plummer, wait, so there's going to be a show on Monday? No. No. There, there is no. not. Dude, what? dude, you think I'm going to get up on a holiday? Come on, dude. Bro, Monday is probably our last day off until Thanksgiving. So we're going to take it. <laughs> we are going to take it. Absolutely. Uh, Keaton Critchlow, let's go Utes. James Knight, no, no, I'm good. I get it. Okay. 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 You're our guy, dude. Okay. We are like trying to find a way to, to get to Australia just so you'll pay your debt. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, we still haven't gotten our keg of 4X gold, which, you know. OG Gary, use Cam sparingly and we should be Gucci. They're saying Cam ain't playing. Yeah. So, you know. I'm just saying. Uh, CJ Vance says, go Gators. Look at nah. you, CJ. Roundabout, UCF sending love Utah's way. Skin those Gators. Hey, man, you guys ever had any gator on the smoker? Guys, 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 guys. Deep fried gator is not fishy. It tastes more like chicken. Bryce Martin, I'm excited for UCF. They deserve this, and I bet in five years they'll be regular in the conference championship. That place is unbelievable. I was actually highlighting there's a ton of comments, James Knight said. There is. I'm not mad at you, James. It's no, okay. not at all. You're a dude. You're good, dude. Um, so far today, we've gotten over 4,000 comments. Yeah. 4,000 comments, you guys. Yeah. It's craziness. Uh, let's see. James, I never said SMU has more fans than North Texas. What I said is SMU is a cheap ticket to see live football, and I like wearing red, white, and blue. Okay. Tarrant County. Uh, roundabout. <laughs> I know it's Dallas, but that was a joke. That was a show. joke. Guys, guys, guys. Dude, did, hey, uh, did you guys know that uh, Dallas is in Dallas County yeah. and not in Tarrant no, County? All and hat, stuff? no Tarrant County. Yeah, you know. You know, they're not oil guys. How come they're not contributing to the collective? Okay. Um, let's see. G. Lee says, go Utes will, well, until next weekend anyway. <laughs> exactly. How about that game? There's so many good games. So, Salamini. Thanksgiving, I'm headed to San Diego. San Diego. Where's the Italian? Amen to that. I can't wait. I'm headed to uh, Oahu. Tanner Plummer. But, 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 you guys did a show on Pioneer Day. Like Pioneer Stereo, you have Pioneer Speakers, is what you mean. Oh, you mean Pie and Beer Day. You know, you know, Bryce Martin, 4,000 comments since a slow day. Remember the comment section whenever the uh, the day the Pac-12 died. <laughs> Jesus. Aaron Wilson, look at that. I'm back. Did I win the hundred dollars? No, because we're still not at freaking 30,000 subs. Damn yeah, it. You know, where's Tech Nation? Yeah, dude. Get Tech Nation out here, bro. Lubbock's one of the top markets on our show, by the way, in the top 10 now. Uh, let's see. James Knight, roundabout. Welcome to the program, guy. Yeah, James, like, dude, I've been here since like day three, which he has. I been. love when James. I love you for this. Notice, notice, he's like, welcome to the program, guy. He doesn't say roundabout. Like, just the low key troll with that is epic. Oh my God, James! I have hundreds of books on my Kindle. I need that hundred dollar card from Amazon. Yeah, well, I need a million dollars. Mike Maples, hope Cam can get fully healthy and avoid getting death rolled by the Gators tonight. Hoping for an upset. No. Yeah. What? What? You want the Gators to lose? To win. The standards don't matter. To win. There you go. Nate Simons for five dollars. Yeah. How about this story, you guys? ASU Fire Anderson mobile billboard picks on Twitter are crazy. Sun Devil fans are pissed. I, How can you blame them? Sun Devil fans are pissed, and I'm just curious. What made you think ruining and destroying the Sun Devil Stadium name was the right way to go? Um, oh, it was to cover for the fact that you were self-imposing a bull ban that um, your coach was so pissed um, about. He said he knew it was going to be a, quote, shitty day, which is remarkable. I knew today would be shitty. Right. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Kenny Dillingham opened his press conference with... I knew today would be shitty. Like, what? Oh, and Ray Anderson kept his job. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, 
That's amazing. Uh, let's see. James Knight. Hey, Jake, can I DM you uh, to upgrade again? You can. Yeah, you can, bud. Yep. Uh, Greg Swaim, no fan of Thamel. Besides being wrong a lot, Okie State fans will remember he and Thayer uh, Ryan were fired at SI a decade ago for a story that was proven wrong over and over again called The Dirty Game. Even I remember that. Thamel's... No. Uh, Salamini, didn't Don McLean write a song about the day the pack died? The pack died. Oh, what are you talking about, man? And my, my Mrs. Klyovkov died. Who's Don McLean? I drove a Tesla to the Rose <laughs> Do you know that song? No. You don't know the song American Pie? My, yeah, I do know that song. Yeah, Miss okay. American Pie. Well, I couldn't tell because your rendition was so far off levee, that, you know. But the levee was dry. Right. The good old... Okay. <clears throat> yeah, next question. You guys like my singing, don't you? <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, they ride Texas Longhorns out in Lubbock. Hiscock. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Aaron Wilson, need James in member chat. Yes, James yes. Knight, we miss Dude, you in the member bro, chat. DM, I got you, bro. Uh, just you ordered there. my calzones. When I'm done uh, with the charting, I will be picking up dinner at Papa Murphy's. Let's go. Wait, can, can you define what charting is? Is that a medical term? or Are you charring your Yeah, parts? like what are we talking about? Is that like a warding reference? Wooder. Uh, the upside on SMU is that they are exciting to watch playing garbage ball games. Because it's garbage. Barfing chickens. Why are you so sporadic, dude? Yeah, where you been, dude? Barfing chickens has been here. He's a longtime guy, <laughs> and that's my guy, dude. Like yeah, he's you're, always got something. You've always got heat, bro. Yeah, he's always got. You something, have always bro. got heat. Always have heat. The Monty Show is presented by our good friends at the Advocates. Theadvocates.com. Make sure that you know how to get in touch with the best injury attorneys in the business. You guys, I say it all the time. When you get hurt at work, your boss is going to be that dude that's like, oh, we got you, bro. You don't have to. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're going to get paid. We'll have a job here for you when you get back. <clears throat> you're, yeah, you're fine. And if that's true, great. What do you have to lose by getting a no-cost, no-obligation consultation with the advocates? What do you have to lose because you don't ever reach into your pocket to pay the advocates? You don't pay the advocates until they win your case, which means if you get a settlement, that's how you pay the advocates. You never reach into your pocket, right? And you can chat with an attorney live online for free. Hey, you know, I got hurt at work last week and what do I need to do? Are they handling this right? And if they are, great. But what do you have to lose by finding out? Theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, G. Lee says, cannot upgrade from iOS. No, you need to be on desktop on some of your phones. Yeah, um, Cam Rising's not playing tonight some updates for you cam rising it looks like is not going to play tonight even though he's on the field warming up we are just an hour away from kickoff in salt lake city uh at rice Eccles stadium for florida and utah the utes have bumped up to a five point favorite that number is now at 44 and a half utes will win cover and it goes over in my opinion yeah um if you are on the prize pick train if you're not what are you waiting for you're crazy my prize picks tonight uh, John Reese Plumley at UCF, Graham Mertz uh, at Florida, and Montrell Johnson and Jaquindon Jackson in the Ute Florida game. John Reese to go more than 222 and a half passing yards. Graham Mertz to go 
less than 179 and a half passing yards and Montrell and Jaquindon to combine for more than 125 yards on the ground. We are one hour from kickoff. Bryson Barnes looks to be the starting quarterback for the Utes. A kid named Nate Johnson is going to get some time tonight. I want to see what Nate can do because I think that's the future of Utah Utes football. I think Kyle Whittingham, as time goes on and on and on, we're seeing that Kyle Whittingham, if you look up and down the Utah depth chart, um, you are going to very clearly see that that Kyle Whittingham is using the transfer portal effectively. You just look at the wide receivers with Emery Simmons, Micah Pittman, Landon King, who are all uh, you know Auburn, Florida State, Indiana transfers. They're moving, yeah. and I think you're probably going to see more of that at the quarterback position, but without Brant Keithy probably tonight, without Cam Rising probably tonight, it's going to be very interesting. But we are just an hour away from kickoff. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest headlines as we head for kickoff in Salt Lake City. Um, I shall see. OG Gary, play Jackson at quarterback. Nah. I'm telling you, Bryson Barnes can do the job. Yeah, now, Quinton you... is a damn good athlete, dude. Yeah. Do you want Bryson Barnes for 12 weeks? No. But for a week or two, yes, yes. Jeff Woodworth, guns up, pew pew. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I like it. Nate Johnson, is he a tight end? Exact. I don't know. I'm not. I don't get into their personal lives, so I couldn't tell you about that. G Lee, come, right. nothing. What? That was amazing. What do you mean? I played the draw. He said, is Nate Johnson a tight end? I said, I couldn't comment on that. I don't get into their personal lives. What do you want me okay. to say? Okay. What, what do you want me to say, dude? Yeah. Do, I mean, do you want, what What, what do you want? I got, I got that no, drop. No. You know, I got, I mean, I got that one. Um, you know, like. Honestly, that's our stroking, like, guys. could do that one. Maury Alvarez, every time you sing American Pie, think about the saga begins by Weird Al, his spoof of AP. My, my, Miss American Pie. There goes my hero. Same song, but different. Uh, roundabout, geez. Kent State returned zero starters on offense. Yeah. 222 and a half out of John Reese Lumley, please. This is going to be ugly. We hope so. Just play him four quarters. Uh, just give him a drum in uh cymbal drop. There you go. Yeah. See, there's right. Um, I remember that spoof, Maury. Best Star Wars parody ever. Weird Al is a goat. He is. He absolutely is a goat. All right. A couple other things I want to get to. Uh, where are you guys at on Rachel Nichols? Did you guys see that Rachel Nichols made her debut? Rachel Nichols made her debut on FS1, the Skip Bayless show. Well, I didn't see it either because nobody watches that show. Because it's garbage. Does Rachel Nichols make you go to, to FS1? No. I nope. don't think so either. The, see, here's the deal. With, here's here's Fox, the deal. Here's the deal. You're in last place, right? Like, here's what Fox doesn't get. I'm already watching ESPN, bro. So when they throw up back in the day, Rachel Nichols, I'm like, oh, it's Rachel Nichols. Okay, this is ESPN. We're feeling good. She fits right into the flow, right? Like, oh, like today, dude, uh, NFL Live. I'm, I want NFL news. Great. I've got Ryan Clark and Dan Orlovsky and, you know, I got the boys. Like, we're good, 
Yep. Like, it works. But I don't watch Undisputed, so I'm not seeing Rachel Nichols. That's the issue. I could not possibly or physically care less about Rachel Nichols on FS1. I, I could not. And I, I probably want to. I just could not physically. I can't care any less. Yeah. It's not possible. It, Rachel, what Rachel Nichols did at ESPN is completely and utterly unforgivable. And when you victimize somebody who then leaves ESPN to go to NBC, which, hey, may, that was her choice, fine. But you still impacted somebody else's career because you're insecure. Uh, that drives me crazy. Thanks. And I don't think she was that good. I always thought Rachel tried to be too buddy-buddy with all the NBA players. Certainly. And I just never thought she was that good at what she did. Her and Hemi. Hemi. Hemi Butler talking about maybe having hemi with her. Yeah. I, I never got into that with Rachel Nichols. And yeah. I'm not saying she's bad at her job. She just wasn't that good. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people. Whoa, stop the show. What happened? Stay hard. I would like to shout out our newest member who has returned as though he is the prodigal son from a long, long venture and journey through the desert of shit sports talk. You have a deal. James Knight is back in the memory. Let's go! Okay, James. And I have a DM that says, hook me up, bro. Oh, okay. I'll play it again. My bad. My bad. My man. Okay, here we go. We're My man, ad. James Knight, is currently being added to the here members only. Ooh, is there... To the members only Instagram chat, which you two friends can be added to for $9.99 a month. Hook it up. Hook it up. Let's go. Uh, by the way, we have kicked off in the college football season. Wake Forest and Elon, not Musk. He's That's MMA. Wake Forest versus Elon, which is a college named after the Tesla founder. Right. Which it's not. Georgia State, Rhode Island, Western Michigan, and St. Francis, PA. So we are official for this week. Week Bro, number official one. official and stuff. Not week zero. Week number one. Yeah. We are underway, and I could not be happier. Yeah. Could not be happier. You need to find FS1. Oh, could, now I need to now, find FS1. Could now, my boy, John Reed. Hurry, let's go. He's got 13 passing yards, only 209 more to go. Okay, here we go. Dude, are you going to be okay over there? My, my, okay. Miss John Reese Plumley. Because it's garbage. Dude, I'm so fired up for this. Oh, look at UCF on the TV. Why are you handing off? I tackle him. I swear to God, if they hand off again, I will snap. Oh, my so God. So we have a longstanding rule on the showroom that we don't play fantasy football, like in a league. Yeah. Like yeah, screw you, holding. First down, replay first down. <laughs> first, back him up. Back him up. First and long. Let's go. Dude. I have John Reese Plumley in my uh in my prize picks tonight. And I need John Reese 
to go for 222 and a half. Back his head on, man. I think I've hit it every time. Every time. First and 20. That's let's go. Get him. He's in the gun. Let's go. I'm a terrible person. I have I freely admit that. I am a terrible person. So and they hand it off again, you son of a biscuit. And they're carving up Kent State for two yards. Why would you hand do they not know he's in my, you know? Uh Mike Smith says bounce house is already bouncing, yes. Uh and it's a sweet play. <laughs> <laughs> So true. Uh, Ron Nolan, game day. Walking to the stadium soon. I saw Urban Meyer. What is Pervin Meyer doing here? Uh, he's selling corn dogs across from the cemetery. Go you. Here I am. Wow. Football's back, you guys. How good does this feel? Dropping back to. There he goes. There he goes. There he goes. John Reese is running. And oh, he's and he jumping. the guy. Wow. Bro, dude, your boy is balling, dude. If he breaks a leg, I will kill him. Dude. Waves in opposition. Oh, Jack Rumsey, what's up, Jack? If you understand the full context of what happened with Rachel Nichols, it's not that bad. Her side of the story is understandable. Oh, please, yeah. dude. You can't leave. You, dude, no, we're not doing it. No. Trust me, she made a big mistake. It's not understandable. And, it's and unforgivable. What's her? The, I Maria keep, Taylor. Maria Taylor. I want to say Joy Taylor. It's Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor deserved better. And I understand her laptop was left open. There's a pass. We're complete. Get to the house. <laughs> I'll probably turn the game off. Let's go, man. Prize picks. We win. And James Knight, even I'm excited for the return of football. Let's You're go. Don't lie on our show, dude. He's like, hey, any FIBA updates? No. You got to throw for a touchdown here, sir. Uh, Steve Stepanek. I remember when K-State played Arizona Stadium and painted their mascot statue purple. Yeah, I remember that, too. Savage. Uh, what did Ruff's official say? Oh, boy. What's up, Ruff's? Ruff's official. Here we got we a go. free membership again. Here we go. Fox Sports has higher ratings than Woke ESPN. Okay. Well, good to hear from you that one time today. Uh, that was a pass play, though. Yes, let's go. Second and six. John Reese Plumley under center. In the gun now. Throw for a touchdown. Throw for a touchdown. Got him! Oh, and he Javon overthrew. Baker didn't catch it. That should be a flag. Pass interference in the end zone. No, because that'll put it at the... Javon. I should probably relax a little bit. I'm Javon. excited. This is what I love about football. This is what I love about prize picks. Yeah. You guys, I am all about this. I am all about it. I am 100% about it. Go Knights, first down, exactly. Oh, my. Uh, this here. And, no, not singing your song. That was on the wide receiver. It was. Third and six. Don't kick the field goal, John Reese. Don't do it, you punk. Completed pass. Touchdown. Touchdown, UCF Knights. The bounce house goes crazy. <laughs> they don't. Uh, but Xavier Townsend did. We're off to a good start on prize picks, guys. In the link below. This is what we're all about on prize picks. In the link below. Um, and I'm watching the app now. I'm, I'm watching the app and we are saying that, yeah, my guy, bro, that UCF offensive line is working. It is. Let's go. My only concern here is the only thing that I'm worried about is that John Reese Plumley will get taken out of this game. Cause it'll be like 79 to six. Yeah. He's got more work to do. He does. And I, and I hope so, but we're off and running, uh, on prize picks tonight. Yep. Uh, that's going to be amazing. That is, that is awesome. UCF, let's go big 12. Indeed it is. Uh, Aaron Wilson, James, 48 hours till tech football. Tanner Plummer, ah, Monty, you're not singing the song I posted. That hurts my feelings. Barfing chickens. 
My TV is so behind. Monty just spoiled every play that damn drive. (laughs) 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 Sorry, bud. Let's go. Pew, pew. James Knight. Are you kidding me? James Knight said pew, pew. James has a Texas Tech emoji, too. Oh, James, I love you, dude. I love you. Mitch Trubisky. Monty Internet is late. Oh, it is. It is. We're on YouTube TV, so it's behind. 48 hours until Texas Tech beating Wyoming by 21. Let's talk about it. How confident? What's the level of confidence? One to 10. One to 10. That Texas Tech covers the number against Wyoming. Because I think this is a this is a big deal. Um, Texas Tech is going to Laramie. And they're favored by 14. The number's 50 and a half. Right. As we sit here right now. I would put it at a seven. And... You know, I, I think you look at it, you look at Tyler Shuck, you you I, I think this offense has all the potential in the world. But in, in in the comment section, what number do you guys put it at? Jake, what do you put it at? One through ten that Texas Tech covers the the fourteen. Uh, I'd put it at an eight. I think they handle business. I think I think, you know, Wyoming is is going to run the football. And I think all tech has to do is shut that down or limit that, mitigate it, and they're going to be fine. But I don't I don't think Wyoming's defense is stopping Texas Tech's offense. In any way, shape, or form? Nah. Nope. Nope. I don't know about that. I look at, man, the numbers in this game. Some of the odds in this game, you guys, are it's, – it's not – there's a lot of people picking Wyoming to cover the the 14. A lot of people are picking Wyoming to cover the 14. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, Tyler Shook needs to needs to come out and you know, obviously have a good night. And I think that 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 this offense should be able to prove a point in Week One against this defense. I I understand that Easton Gibbs for Wyoming is you know. Phew. Great player. He can play. Does great things. You know, preseason, you know, he's he he's the preseason defensive player of the year of the conference. Like, I get it, dude. I, I, I understand that the guy's capable, but ultimately no linebackers fast enough to get around the quarterback moving you with his eyes. And I think, you know, Tyler needs to do that. And and again, ultimately, Texas Tech, if they are as advertised, should cover that number. The issue is in in at Wyoming. Their entire two deep is back on defense, so you know that Wyoming wants to bend your face mask, right? I think we all agree with that. Yeah, that they want to beat you at the line of scrimmage. Texas Tech is massive. Like you're, you're good luck with that plan. Yeah. The problem is the linebackers at Wyoming can really play. They're experienced in the system. I that's that's the one thing that gives me pause. Um, but if you look at tech, I mean, what did they put up last year? 460 yards a game of offense. I, I, and Tyler shook, I think I'm a, I'm a big believer. I know there's a lot of people that question it. Um, but I think that, you know, what worries me a little bit here, Raider nation, if we're being honest, that this could be a 31 20 game. That this could be one of those flipping games. Well, it's going to be that if you don't stop the run. And that's why I say, again, I look at, not that BYU is any comparison to Texas Tech, but I look at what Wyoming did to BYU. Wyoming ground and pounded BYU and got BYU to turn the football over. That's what you can't do against Wyoming. You got to stop the run. 
And UCF is physically dominating. Yeah. Just physically dominating. Yeah, you can't turn the football over. Yeah. They, you you just can't do that. Man, Barber, he was – oh, dude. Um, I agree you can't turn the football over. You, you just can't do it. I, I just don't see any way that you can do that. Uh, it will be one-way traffic uh, for the mites of Texas Tech. Agreed. Dude, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Uh, James says Tech covers the spread. Joey McGuire has recruited well over the last two years. They win 52-24. to 24. Yeah, I don't know about that. 52 feels heavy. 52 feels like a lot. That defense at Wyoming. High 30s. Don't overlook Wyoming. If you have not, and I'm not saying that you guys haven't done this. Honest to goodness. If you have not looked at Wyoming, don't just check the box because I'm telling you. Uh, Kim Coulter says a 10. 10. (laughs) Roundabout at Wyoming, yes. Yes. I'm just, I'm telling you. Yeah. It's gonna be rough. It, it, I think when you go to let that's the that's the proposition in Laramie mm-hmm. is the atmosphere, the elevation. It's way different than than Lubbock. Y'all feel me? It's way different than Lubbock. It just it's a different place to play a football game. Yeah, as is Provo, as is Boise. Obviously, Rice Eccles Stadium. Like you get into Colorado Springs, Boulder. You get into the mountains. You get into the the Mountain West region. It's a different place to play a football game. Yeah, and it it makes me worry a little bit about Tech covering that number. I think they're going to win games, and they're going to win this game. I think it's going to be like a thirty-one twenty. Yeah. Kim Coulter, James, do you go to games? He lives in uh, Melbourne, Australia. James is James is just assimilating himself oh. into the into the show. The Monty Show vernacular. James Knight says, no, Kim, too far to drive for me. (laughs) Stay hard. (gasps) Well done, James. Well done. Uh, Mike Smith, Vegas more times than not knows stuff. You see the odds where it seems too low, but Vegas tends to know. Right, Mike? They they, mm, they don't get it wrong. Tech covers the spread. I will see. Big uh, Big Twelve All Texas Sports says one through ten. How about eleven? <laughs> Roundabout says book it. Tech will win by twenty one. It's a ten. Okay, okay. Aaron, he's eight. No, as a starter. Okay, All right, but that's not the spread. It's not the spread. Barfing chickens upset. Raiders fall in Wyoming. No. No. No, no, no. James Knight, it will be one way traffic uh, for the might of Texas Tech. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Mike Smith, getting hungry. Monty's show, send me out a Papa Murphy's pizza, and don't forget the meatballs. Exactly. Yeah. And don't forget the meatballs. Hey, if you're getting hungry, have a uh, have a whey protein isolate shake from our good friends at Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty's show. Look how much energy we've had since two hours ago we took our buckshot. Like, it has been lit. We have had fun. This has been it is so good to be talking college football. And this year on the show, all of our college football is presented by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Um, and, I, you know, the, the amazing thing that I always say about Bucked Up Energy is they just do what they say they're going to do. Right. And you can count on Bucked Up Energy to give you good ingredients 
to make good products that do the job they say they're going to do. So whether it is a buckshot, whether it is one of their, their great energy drinks, I'm telling you guys, zero sugar. I just had my physical this year, my A1C, my cholesterol. It's all as good as it has ever been. And I attribute a lot of that to the fact that Bucked Up is my supplement provider, whether it's whey protein isolate, whether it is collagen peptides, greens, energy drinks. I don't drink sugar. I, I never, you guys are aware of this. I say it all the time. Don't drink your calories. Yeah. Buckedup.com, Bucked Up Energy. That's the way to get the hookup. Their protein bars are a perfect example of it. In the description below, make sure you get uh, a free sampler pack of their brand new Buck Bar because they are fantastic. Yes. Bucked Up Energy presents college football on the Monty Show. Matt Ritson for $2. You like multi-view on YouTube TV? I do. I love it. We were watching it uh, this past weekend, uh, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. Uh, UCF up 7-0 as we watch that game, 7.38 to go in the first. Uh, we'll keep you up to date on uh, that there uh, ball game. But obviously, we're all walking up to um, Utah and Florida, which is coming up in about 40 minutes. Yes. Uh, Wake Forest is on the board, 7-0. Georgia State's on the board. It's good to have college football in a big way back. And I know last week, week zero, but I thought the games were a real bust. Yeah, week zero is always disappointing. That like I mean Notre Dame obviously USC even though Jake was really pissed about USC it's embarrassing dude absolutely about, embarrassing but I just I love the fact that now we're getting into big games yeah. now we're getting Nebraska Minnesota well because now it's not week zero yeah T balls over with now we get actual games T balls over look at John Reese working drawing guys offside he needs to throw the ball I need 222 and a half yards from John Reese and the UCF boys tonight yes sir completion let's go just outside the red zone for UCF at the bounce house mm -hmm. probably too much but we'll keep you up to date on that game as well uh, I'll let you know if bucked up kills COVID do you have COVID damn bro no way did you get COVID the coronavirus oh no everybody gets a test Dude, they hope, have the I sniffles. Uh, James Knight says, man, 30K is close. Yes, it is. It really is, though. And it's been kind of a wild ride. I mean, 8,000 subs in a month is insane. Yeah, it's wild. It is wild. Uh, Daniel Dixon, Buckshot sold out uh, everything when you log on. Is Buckshot sold out? Damn. Oh, no, Daniel. I'm sorry to hear that. Because it's, you guys, and Daniel, you live in Utah, don't you? Go to one of the bucked up stores. Um, tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. They'll give you a free energy drink. Um, but, oh, no. Shuck uh, or uh, Reese. Reese. John Reese Plumley ran for a touchdown. Damn it. Chicken in a biscuit. See, this was my worry. He's. I'm telling the dude's going to bring down my 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 night on prize picks. Dadgummit. But he's not going to need 223 yards to get the job done. No, he's not. He's running all over them, unfortunately. Uh, Joseph Harper. Hey, what are your over-under on top 25 upsets this week? Well, it's funny you bring that up because we were looking at this. Um, if we just look in the top 25, Utah won't be upset. Uh, Notre Dame will not. Michigan will not. Though East Carolina is going to give Michigan more than they want. Yeah. But well, they're not going to upset. Khakis isn't going to be on the sideline, but, you know. Uh, Tennessee, no. TCU, no. Oklahoma, no. Iowa. Well, I think Utah State's going to be better than people think, but that game's in Iowa City. 
they have the gambling stuff. Yeah, but that but really I was, be an upset? Like, yeah, it would. I was a 23-and-a-half-point favorite in their top 25 in the country. I think it would be. Yeah. Old Miss, no. 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 Texas, no. Wisco, no. Well, Georgia. Georgia. Come on, Georgia. Let's go, dude. Jake would like to see SC lose to Nevada, but that's not going to happen. Suckmyass.com. Uh, K-State, no. I don't think there – are there any – I, I mean, do we believe that West Virginia is competitive? They're not beating Penn State. Not at, not at, not at Beaver Stadium. Happy Valley, hell no. Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. That's, that's it, uh, BOA in Charlotte. Good fight. That's, in, that's in Charlotte. Yeah. Um, Tulane, no. I just don't see it happening. Well, Florida State. Florida State, come on. Are we buyers on LSU? Are we buyers on yes. Brian Kelly and LSU? So yes. am I. So am I. But the, remember, that's in Orlando. Yeah, I don't. To answer the commenter's question, I'm not really seeing too much upset happening here. How come Clemson's only 13 on Duke? Because Clemson's been mid. I mean, I understand that game's on the road, right? That game's in Durham. Yeah, that yeah. game's in Durham. Am I the only one who's a little surprised that Clemson's number is only 13 on Duke? I thought it'd be like 17, 20. It's probably different than what you're thinking, though. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I, there might be one. Yeah, there's not a lot, dude. South Carolina, North Carolina is probably the best one. It's only week one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, let's see. Jeff Woodworth, Iowa can't score 25 points. We're going to find out. We'll find out. Jim Choi, sounds good. P.J. Fleck isn't a journeyman coach. That, well... Better coach, Matt Rule or P.J. Fleck? Matt Rule. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Daniel Dixon, I'm in Iowa. Ah, uh, sorry, dude. Yeah, I, I'm, I have joked with Ryan Gardner, the CEO at Bucked Up. That, that, um, the buck shot, it's a game changer, I, not yeah. just because they advertise. If I don't have buckshot with me when I golf – 16, 17, 18 can be a fight. Yeah. And I'm not making that up. It's I, I'm a hundo P. We golfed this morning. Didn't I forgot the buckshot on the kitchen counter. 16, 17, 18 went to shit. Because it's garbage. Buckshot makes a huge difference, you guys. It is it is absolutely a difference maker. Yes. Uh Mike Smith says another touchdown for UCF. Yep. Stacking. My boy John Reese is only at 49. And they've already got 14 in the first quarter. How long do they play him? I think he's got the whole first half at a minimum. Utah State is going to suck out loud this year. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Um, Let's see. Who else? Uh, Duke isn't that bad, Monty. Well, but it's Clemson. Yeah, you would. Clemson's a college football playoff team. Yeah, they named the conference after Clemson. In God's name, image, and likeness. OG Gary, 30 more minutes. Actually, uh, sir, excuse me, it's 31 and a half. Stay home. Uh, barfing chickens. Iowa being ranked is just outrageous to me. Agreed. Well, with the gambling scandal? Agreed. It not is really a, sure how they're ranked. I, I mean, you, not, you're you not even joking. Oh, get oh, in the house. Oh, boy. Let's go. Let's go. Kent State touchdown. Get in a hizzy. Get in a hizzy. Ah, Two-yard line. That's huge for you. Yes, it is. If they can score, that means Reese keeps going. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Kent State. Let's go. Put some points on the board here, boys. Uh, 
What a bomb this Roundabout. was, too. That was a great play action, too. Held the, held the defensive line and the linebackers and just wide open. Terrible throw. JRP just got, just got to hit uh, a long game for you to even uh, to be even money. That's all I – hey, man, what is that, 222? He needs 160 yards. Yeah. <gasps> they did not. Oh, wow, bro. Did they – oh, my God, dude. <clears throat> Public service announcement on the Monty Show. Dude. Number 54 for Kent State can go fuck himself. <laughs> because it's garbage. Bud, how do you hold on that, dude? How? Holding against Monty's favorite team. Screw JRP. Oh, sure. Of, of course I understand why people are upset. Jesus. Holding on Kent State first and 15. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Damn it. Like, come on. Uh... So Brutal. crazy. So crazy. Yeah, they killed their drive, too. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Tanner says, so I'm in a Maverick, and I kid you not, there's a guy with a Utah Ute shirt begging for money. He might be trying to go to the game. <laughs> You're such a red-ass, Tanner. I love yeah. it. Them Ute fans are broke-ass truck stop people. Roughing the passer. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, when did you become a UCF fan? First down, Kent State. <laughs> This is terrible. This is this is why I, uh, daily fantasy is all I can do. Because on Sundays when I played fantasy oh, football, it just ruins the whole thing. Oh dude. my god! Oh my god! It it's terrible. Uh, let's see. It was illegal man downfield. Oh, was it really same thing? Uh, illegal man downfield. Um, <laughs> you know ridiculous this is what fantasy does jim Choi, florida got a whole lot of those southern talented kids they can run yeah they are fast uh it, it, yes it was illegal man everybody's telling me it was illegal yeah man dude we get it we, we, we get, get it. it dallas we is in dallas it. county illegal man down conference commissioner gumby i want to see monty watching a notre dame game oh no you don't dude nope Although today I did let go of a pretty good F bomb on the, our mother. yeah pray for me I did I did let go of a pretty good F bomb on the ten T box today yeah it was a rough round of golf it was rough all right five thirty um Dan Marino or Air Force Reserve Big Twelve Pro Day did you guys hear that? The Big 12 announced, of course you guys didn't. The Big 12 announced that Big 12 Pro Day will be called Air Force Reserve Big 12 Pro Day. Bro, what is this, Mountain America Credit Union Field? Like, what? Yeah, that's what it's going to be called. Oh, look, taking a shot and no. Kent State's uh, garbage. Hey, uh, guys, too. you might want to throw that ball inbounds so we can catch it. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing Monty is a red ass during Notre Dame games. Not not really. It depends, depends like, who they're playing. The USC game. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm a red ass. Uh, Big 12 selling their pro day. Yeah, I love the course, idea. I love the idea. I'm never calling it whatever the hell it's called. Air Force Reserve Big 12 pro day at Circumcising Skeeters, Jerry World, and Tarrant County. <laughs> Tarrant County. Like, what are we doing, dude? So do you hate the name Air Force yeah, Reserve? Yeah, I hate it. Absolutely hate it. Big 12 pro day presented by the Air Force Reserves? That's what I prefer. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. First I down, Kent State. Yeah, Ooh. I absolutely prefer that. They're hey, presented uh, by uh, public service announcement from the Monty Show. Stay hard. Uh, do not try to run after the catch against UCF. 
especially underneath, because they got some dudes that just want to throw their shoulders into your oh, face. Oh, bad snap. And we're going to lose yards. Oh, you're on the team now. We're going to lose yards. Well, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the Kent State offense, and I want nothing to do with the Kent State defense. Right. You know. Uh, no, Air Force slander, two holes. No Air Force no, slander. It's not, about, it's not dude, slander. It's not about the Air Force itself, dude. Mad respect to the Air Force. I, dude, this guy over here gives me a bunch of junk over all the airplane videos I watch on Twitter about the Air Force. He like, does. Like, oh, I like totally the Blue do. Angels. Yeah, dude. Like the Royal Air Force. You think they're you know, naked under that canopy? Bro, the DC-10 tanker. Like, I, I know some planes. You do send me DC-10 yeah, tanker dude. shit like, all I, the time. I know the planes, dude. It's not about the Air Force itself. It's about the fact that it's a mouthful, dude. Like, I don't want to have is. to spit out like an encyclopedia just to say I want to go to Big 12 Pro Day. Yeah, I would agree with that. You but know? I don't mind this at all. I don't mind if they, I, I don't mind if the official verbiage <laughs> is... Big 12 Pro Day presented by. Okay, totally get it. Giggity. Air Force, what? Was the Coast Guard Reserve not available? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, they Whoa. Uh, Han Stoli, Blue Angels or Navy? Oh, my bad. Uh, sorry, dude. I'm sorry, Navy, dude. You know. uh, roundabout. They retired the DC-10s. Catch up, Jakey. Damn it. I agree. Damien Garbero, one of my favorite parts of the show is when you say Salamini. Yeah, dog. I, I like it. Too. Where is the Italian? I, I like it, too. It's all good. Mike Smith, uh, all about that money. Name sounds stupid, but what do I care if it helps a Big 12 some more, get well, some more money? I agree True. with that, dude. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, and it's what I always say about Brett. Dude, the guy knows how to make money. He's from an entertainment background. He understands it. Yeah. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, the official... Uh, Captain of the Monty Show. Hey, Captain. Uh, hey, Captain. Uh, AC one AC one thirty gunship porn though. Dude, how about the Ukrainian sniper yeah. story? <laughs> Did you guys hear about these Ukrainian snipers? I'm being dead serious. Yeah, this is real. So the Ukrainians apparently have this sniper unit called Devils and Angels. I'm for real. <laughs> So, yeah, you're saying war sucks. We get it. This is the American sniper of the Ukrainians. An elite team of Ukrainian snipers dubbed Angels or Devils and Angels is taking out top Russian commanders to demoralize troop. Quote, we work quietly. We are invisible. And I'll drop that mother. <laughs> dude. First of all, war is gnar, dude. Yeah. Dude, this whole Ukrainian drone thing. Dude, drones are real. Like, tactically speaking. But now the Ukrainians all of a sudden have expert snipers <laughs> that are – and we've heard stories about this previously. Yeah. But now apparently they are, they are taking wins in droves with this sniper team. I was reading a story on BI today where they were talking about how military experts say taking out unit commanders can cause disarray amongst troops. Mm -hmm. So it has become a tactic – of the Ukrainian military to use their elite sniper units. Okay, if you were in a war, what would you want to be? Because I, I have to say, being a sniper is cold-blooded, bro. I, first of all, love all of the dudes that go out and fight. I never had the courage to do it. Yeah. it's. I have a ton of military in my family. I was not one of those. And I just really appreciate all of our all of our military. I don't know what I would want to do. 
I cannot imagine pulling the trigger on a gun and killing somebody. Uh-huh. But if you're a Ukrainian and you have a Russian in your sights, I mean, it's, there's nothing. No to hesitation. Talk about. Yeah, it's no hesitation. I probably would want to be a pilot. Yeah. I would probably want to be a pilot. Yeah. Han, oh, whoa. Han Stoli says, uh, I'll be a cook. Thanks. Exactly. Gumby says, I'd be a gunship gunner. There you go. Alex Ray, uh, NC State playing at UConn is wild. It is wild. It is absolutely wild. Why? Mike, UConn football. Like, why do, why do, why? <laughs> why? I'm just asking why. Because it's garbage. I don't, I don't get okay, it. Okay, here we go. Your boy's back on the field now, I think. John Reese, is he 49 back on passing there? yards. Let's find out. Um, roundabout is a retired Navy rescue swimmer. Oh, Thank okay. you for your service. Appreciate you, dude. Uh, OG Gary, I worked on A-10s. Know them like the back of my hand. Dude, Thank the you. A-10's a savage. It is. No, John Reese is not back on the field. Uh, it's starting to remind me uh, Terminator with all these technologies that's been around for centuries going into full-scale war now. It's <laughs> How wild is it that we're flying drones? This yeah. is a huge field goal for me on Kent State, by the way. Yeah. Because if they don't score here, please get it. Blocked it. Mm-hmm. No, he did he? No, it's in. It's good. It's good. It's good. Thank you. Uh, 14-3, Kent State trails UCF. Um, it's just so wild to me that things like drones, snipers, listening to these heroes who went in and did the Bin Laden raid or... Well, and this is different types of drones, too. I mean, now they have the man. little ones that fly around and just blow up like bombs. You have the big ones that fly at high altitude and drop bombs. Like, yeah. there's all kinds of different things happening. It's crazy. Wild. Wild. Uh, Mike Maples, my brother is the United States Air Force as a mechanic on the C-130 gunships. Badass. Thanks for his service. Uh, Roundabout says, I follow the show on IG. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, Han Stoli says the commentators keep saying John Rice. I thought he told us it was Reese. Oh, it's Reese. Yeah, it's John Reese. Uh, Plumley. Plumley. Yeah, Plumley. Sorry, space. Like Reese. It's one thousand percent Reese. It's not Rice. It's John Reese Plumley. Wow. Uh, roundabout, but haven't found the chat for it yet. Well, are you a what level of membership do you have? If you are a if you are a premium member, absolutely DM Jake yeah, or I and DM we'll add me you. to add you, bro. Yeah, uh, and he says Utah looking nice. Utah's going to be very good. Utah is going to be very good. Uh, Giggity says I would like to talk with you about the rescue swimming. Do it, do it, absolutely. Bro. Um, Utah, but we're twenty minutes away from kickoff at Utah. Yeah, this is going to be massive. This is this is absolutely going to be massive. Well, I think it's I, I think without hesitation, it's the biggest game of the season so far. I, I mean, I, I think uh, just of the college football season. I, with all due respect to SC, that that was not a big game. That was no. auto win for them. No, like, no, no, no. This no, no. is yeah. this is one of those games where you're like, okay, yep, Utah could definitely lose this game if they don't play well, and obviously Florida can too. And that's what I think makes a great game is when both sides have skin in the game and can lose. And that's what we have here tonight. Brett on Twitter DM is asking me how if I can get him some bucked up buckshot. I it, it's sold out. I'm not even being like a hoarder. It is sold out. It, I haven't tried to buy. I usually go to a store or I buy it online. But I, if they're sold out, I I have nothing. There's yeah. nothing I can do. 
And I'm telling you, if you can get buckshot, you guys, use promo code Monty to get 20% off at purchase. Uh, you should do it. Greg Hawkins, I'm so nervous for this game. Don't be nervous. You're good. Yeah, I think you're going to take care of business, dude. I think yeah. the only question is what kind of, you know, what what kind of game are we talking about? I mean, are we talking about a game where Utah's defense comes out early, turns the football over, and they immediately take control? Or are we talking about a, a game where it's tight through the first half and then the third quarter comes around and Utah takes control? Like, I, I, if this game was in Gainesville, we'd be having a different conversation. But because it's at Rice-Eccles, I, I, I think you're fine. Yeah, I think you're fine, too. Yeah. Absolutely, um, I think you're fine. Wow. And then Kent State kicks the ball out of bounds on the kickoff. Not well coached. You're dumb. Uh, you're dumb. well coached. Um, all right. James Knight says, great show, guys. See you in the uh, Mo chat. We will see you yeah, in the Mo chat. I appreciate you, bro. Daniel Dixon, game should be good. Just don't want to blow out. I don't know that you'll get a. I don't know no, that you'll get a blowout. I, I don't think either side is that much better than the other one right Ooh, now. The Dodgers activated Shelby Miller. How about that? Holy, are you serious? He's not dead. Uh, Mitch Trubisket, man, YouTube and this four multi-view makes me feel like a gambler. Isn't it fun? It's badass, bro. One of the things that is super cool about YouTube TV is you can use the multi-view and you can still watch the show. DCB channel, Utah must win for the honor of Swan Song Pac-12, right? <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, is there any way we can convince BYU to bring Cougar Tails with them when they play on the road? Dude, the Cougar Tail is amazing. Yeah. It is. It is amazing. Um, uh, pass the ball. I love it. They just lost yards. Second down. <laughs> Second down. I'm yeah. running out. Uh, but I'm still looking. I don't see anywhere that says that Cam Rising is going to play. No, I don't think he's playing, dude. Yeah, I don't see anywhere that, that says he's going to play. I, so. I, I think the Utah Utes want to take control of this game to the point that Nate Johnson can get in with some unstressful, low-stress reps. You know, want to, want to get him... Want to get him into this ball game in the second half with a, you know, two, three possession lead. Uh, Bryson Barnes is taking first team reps, so there's no doubt that he is going to start. Yeah. Um, Junior Tafuna is dressed. Really? <laughs> Junior Tafuna is dressed. He was questionable. Tafuna, according to Josh Newman, um, Tafuna was likely among a half a dozen Kyle Whittingham referenced on Monday, was banged up recently as 10 days ago. Good for Junior Tafuna. That's awesome. Utes are going to win this game. Yeah. I wouldn't even worry about it. John Rice completion. Or, excuse me, John Rice <laughs> completion. Dude, if they're really saying John Rice, they're messing that that's up. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that's bad. That's embarrassing. Don't play intramurals, uh, brother. <laughs> Roundabout says John Reese running like a deer. I don't want to hear it. Don't fumble. Okay, you're in the red zone. Throw for the touchdown. Break their I spirit, you want pricks. want Javon Baker to catch the pylon throw. The touchdown, Layton. I want it. I want it. Holding. Let's go. Now they have Back to Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Back yeah. it up. John Rice plum pudding. Thank you. Plum pudding. Um, I remember chasing Cougar Tail in college, Jeff says. Yeah, don't we all? Uh, Mark Hales. What's up, Mark? The Cougar Tail is just a big donut. Yes, it is. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, Trubiscuit, this guy isn't going to last the season. No, I don't say that. Uh, Austin Davis, my dad is a retired veteran from the Air National Guard. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate his service. I, he worked with the KC-135 air refilling team. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. That was a traffic accident. That was accident weird. Yeah. Right there. But that's a completed pass. Yeah. My guy's got 59 yards now. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. I love it. So what's up with Cam? 
Uh, he's there. Does he go in or what? No, he is not. Cam nope. Rising will not play. John Reese, John Reese, John Reese. Fumble! He oh, my God. fumbled the ball, bro. No fucking way. I know, reset. Dude. Come on. Now your name is John Rice. <coughs> now your name is Rice. <coughs> he fumbled. That's yeah, a turnover. that's Kent State football. Wow. That is that John is Rice. Absolutely... Uh, John Reese Plumley fumbled the ball. Wow. Uh, Chaplain James White. I would fly to Salt Lake City, drive to Provo just to get a cougar tail. Next time I go, I'm getting three. Chaplain, that doesn't seem very chaplainly to talk about, you know. Scock. <laughs> you're going. What? Chaplain, you let me know when you're coming to town. We'll hook it up. Mike Smith. Monty just looked like he just got kicked in the nads. I did. Scock. I did. That's it. The Monty Show presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Uh, make sure that you guys tell me heard about it on the Monty Show. Stop taking the drug. They give you to make you forget about your dreams. We call that a paycheck. TridayTrading.com. 30-day trial membership for just a $10 charitable donation. Hook it up. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. Tomorrow morning, 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.